Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. The Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces off tackle, spins at the 35, shakes off another defender to five, spins into the end zone, touchdown Sealers Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the heart of Seal Nation, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome back to Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field on the campus of Seals Grove Area High School. And welcome to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincolns in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 1115 on the strip in Humble's War. This is Pat O'Brien. Dave Hess will join me shortly. Tonight, it's the 1-1 Seals Grove Seals hosting the 2-0 Southern Columbia Tigers. In 31 all-time meetings, the Seals lead the all-time series, 16 wins, 14 losses, and one tie. The teams played from 1965 to 1977, with Seals winning 11 of the first 13 games. Then they played seven games from 1996 to 2002, with Southern winning four of the seven matchups. In 2008, the Sears renewed with the Seals winning both 2008 and 2009 matchup. The Tigers have dominated the Seals winning the last nine games. The Tigers lost, last loss in 2016 when they were beaten by Montoursville in the district playoffs. The Tigers are currently carrying a 34-game win streak. As I bring in Dave Hess into the conversation tonight, Dave, for the Seals, it's about trying to bounce back following a very difficult loss a week ago to Jersey Shore, looking for leadership, preparation throughout the week, getting yourself uh, ready for a very extreme challenge with a very good Southern Southern Columbia team. This is an extreme challenge, and it's coming off a a fairly mediocre, if not worse, uh, performance against Jersey Shore. There should be no problem motivating these guys. They have probably one of the best teams they'll ever see, maybe probably the best team they'll ever see, and they're coming off a week where they need to improve. So I don't see that motivation is going to be a problem. But on the other hand, I think that the Seals have to get right back to the basic fundamentals, and and I talked to Coach Hicks about that. He agreed. They've got to block and they've got to tackle tonight. They've got to worry about getting their things done on the line of scrimmage in the backfield. And that, that's really what it's going to come down to tonight. It's fundamentals. We've got to block and tackle, and we've got to hustle our, our tails off tonight, you know, or, or, or Southern might, might be a tough foe. And looking at Southern Columbia again, they come in at 2-0 with an opening season win over Hammond, 36-0. They beat Mount Carmel last week, 48-0. Then they'll take on Seals tonight, and then they'll travel to Shemokin next week before returning home against Central Columbia, South Williamsport. They'll be at Jersey Shore before returning home to take on the Chickalemi Braves at Montoursville, and they finished up their regular season against the Danville Ironmen. And what the Seals' defense will be contending with is an offense by Southern that puts up 329 yards per game, 283 on the ground, and 45 through the air, 10 rushing touchdowns on the season. They've already put up 84 points. That's 42 points per game, 17 first downs per game, and they've only fumbled once. So a team that's running the ball 283 yards per game and only thrown it for 45, they only have lost one fumble. So, you know, fundamentally sound. And, again, it just adds to the challenge of the Seals' defense. Absolutely. Uh, The the one bright spot spot you see here is that uh, Southern has not thrown the ball well the first two games. So, 
you know, if it's if it's my ball team, I'm going to load the line of scrimmage, and I'm just going to take away Garcia and the guys in the backfield, and and maybe try to do some sort of man up on in on uh, uh, the receivers and and keep a, a, a safety over top of everything. But you know, my aim is to, to take away the things they do well, and that's run. And when you say about the passing game, Preston Zachman, he's stepping in as a senior quarterback after Stone Hollenbach graduated a year ago. Good size, Preston Zachman, at 6'2", 210 pounds. Senior, his numbers on the season, like you said, Dave, not real impressive, which makes him even a little more scary if they find balance. He's 12 for 25, 101 yards, no touchdowns, and has thrown two interceptions. But the one thing we know from Preston Zachman is he can run the ball well, and he's 6'2", 210 pounds. He's a difficult ball carrier as well. He's another he's another quality running back in the backfield, and when you have to defend all eleven, including the the quarterback as a running back as running the ball, it makes for a tough night for a defensive coordinator. And Zachman really does make it tough on defensive coordinators. You talked about Gage Garcia, twenty one carries, one hundred and seventy two yards, four touchdowns. He's averaging eight point two yards per carry. So he continues his unbelievable career off to a great senior season is Gage Garcia. Now, when you go to his younger brother, Gavin, who's just a sophomore, he's 5'8", 175 pounds. He's averaging 10.9 yards per carry, just four just 14 attempts, but he does have four touchdowns. And, Dave, for our listeners, we've kind of compared. Now, we're taking a little step back here to uh, people with familiar in Mount Carmel program to a Sebus or a Veach, and he's that kind of runner. He is. Uh, he really he looks like Nick Sebus running the ball. Nick Sebus was a fantastic uh, running back or quarterback, actually, and then he became a receiver in college, but he was he was absolutely terrific. I believe he went to Stanford. Uh, he was fast as lightning, and, and yeah, Gavin Garcia looks just like him. Gavin's got great speed. Gavin, between Gage and Gavin, Ga- Gavin's the one that's a little smaller, uh, but I think he's a little quicker. Mm-hmm. He uses his speed to be able to, he had a big game last week against the Mount Carmel Red Tornadoes, and it's amazing. We've gone through all this and talked about their offense, and we haven't talked yet about Julian Fleming. Julian Fleming coming into his senior year, he's going to Ohio State to continue his football career. He's 6'3", 210 pounds. Now he only has nine catches for 87 yards and does not have a touchdown yet, but again, he's averaging almost 10 yards of reception, and you know, he touches the ball. He has the potential to take it to the house. Oh, yeah, and, and I think that he's been a little frustrated this year because he hasn't had the ball thrown very well to him, and uh, he's looking for a breakout night. And I'll tell you what, it's pretty exceptional when uh, five or ten minutes, whatever, we're into this segment, and we finally get to the number one receiver in the country. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a pretty good football team. They are very good, and we'll talk more about the Seals and tonight's opponent, the Southern Columbia Tigers, as we continue with Seals game day. We're also going to preview games heard on the family of Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. That includes Kevin Hur as he talks about the Chicolibby Braves. They're trying to get their first win tonight against the Loyal Sox Lancers, and that's on News Radio 1070 WKOK, along with Lewisburg Green Dragons covered on 100.9 the Valley. We'll hear from Coach Derek Hicks as well. We also have your Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, where it's worth the drive to Route 45. So stick around. It's Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. 
Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal, home, and auto, or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570 286 5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Injury, pain, suffering. People turn to expensive, addictive drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health. When you're ready to work again, play again, live again, call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Seawinds Grove Ford is proud to be part of the Seawinds Grove community and happy to support our local students and athletes at every level. They say it takes a community to raise a child, and Seawinds Grove Ford is proud to be part of a community that instills upon its youth the traits of preparation, hard work, drive, determination, and a great attitude. All are needed to be successful in school, business, and life. Good luck to all SEALs throughout your career from Seawinds Grove Ford at the bridge in Seawinds Grove. Go SEALs! Eagle one. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Dave has Pat O'Brien along with Zach Showers as the Seals getting ready to take on the Southern Columbia Tigers on a beautiful night, Dave. This has become a routine on these Friday nights. We've had three straight beautiful Friday nights for football. Couldn't ask for anything better. It's such a, a, a beautiful backdrop here at Seals Grove. And, again, it's the Seals getting ready to take on the Southern Columbia Tigers. Now, before we talk more about the Seals Grove Seals and their opponent here tonight, we check in on the Chickalembe Braves as they enter week three looking for their first win of 2019. The Braves will host the one-in-one Loyal Sock Lancers who beat Danville last week. So let's hear from the voice of the Chickalembe Braves, Kevin Hurd, covering the Braves on 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Welcome to Shikolami Stadium, where tonight the Braves take on the Loyal Sock Lancers. Lancers coming into tonight's matchup 1-1, one one, while the Braves at 0-2. But really, this is a Shikolami team that's probably three plays away from at least being 1-1 one one, or maybe even being 2-0. and oh. Now, I know when you look at the score last week, you think, oh, really, 2-0? and oh? That's optimistic. But Braves got beat on two big pass plays, one to the tight end, Watkins on another one. It was McNeilis who finally got synced up with his quarterbacks or excuse me, with his running backs that actually got things going last week for Central Columbia in the second quarter. And here's one of the reasons, too. The Braves' defense has been playing pretty well. You figure that the Braves gave up the ball inside the red zone to start the game and ended up holding Central Columbia to just a field goal. And, of course, they stymied a Danville offense that ended up with a big play 
by K.J. Riley that was actually going to be a sack when he just athletically ran it off 20 yards into the end zone for what became the game-winning touchdown. So this is a Braves team that may only be a couple of plays away from being a little bit better, but tonight they have a very talented and athletic loyal sock offense that they have to worry about, led by Chase Cavanaugh, the junior. 15 of 28, two interceptions, two touchdowns, 217 yards in the air, and most of those have come to Reese Watkins, the 6'2", 180-pound senior. He has a bundle of catches, 15 of them for 327 yards and four touchdowns, and here's a guy that didn't even play football last year. That's one of the thing, things that is going to be a very tough matchup for this Shikolami Corners. The Corners struggled a little bit last week against Central Columbia. They're going to have to pick up play a little bit if they want to stay in this game against the Loyal Sock Lancers. Here's a little fun fact for you. The last time the Lancers were in Shikolami Stadium, they were undefeated. When they walked out, they got their first loss of the season. Game time is set for 7 o'clock here at Chickalamy Stadium. We'll have the pregame on News Radio 1070 WKOK and online with WKOK.com beginning at 6.30 with the Chief Dave Ritchie and myself. For Seals Game Day on Eagle 107, I'm Kevin Herr. TD, PAT, QB, all are important when playing football. And here's an important ingredient for playing the game of life. CPA, as in Bill Booker CPA. Bill's a great team member for all your accounting needs, income taxes, payroll, and bookkeeping. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business like your team on the field, Bill gets things done. He does the absolute best for all his clients. Get him on your winning team. Call him, William D. Booker, 374-7343. Or visit him on Market Street in Seagulls Grove, right next to the American Legion. Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. Weaver's Tire Service in Northumberland supports Sealands Grove Seals football and all athletes. Because like sports teams, Weaver's Tire's customers come from all over. And to prove it this season, tell Weaver's you heard this commercial on Seals football. No matter where you live, and you get a super sports special. I don't know what it is. See Weaver's for details. They've got tires, passenger and commercial to farm, service, oil changes and inspection to repair, and two road crews to bring home the win. Weaver's Tire Service, Route 11 Northumberland, Weaver'sTires.com, and on Facebook. Facebook. Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cablevision is smarter, faster, and easier to use. With live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster. And you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit SECV.com slash TiVo to learn more. We are Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbear Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Both teams going through their pre-game warm-ups. Again, Southern comes in at 2-0. Two, oh. two shutouts. They had three shutouts a year ago, and have already pitched two this year. They went down to South Carolina and beat Hammond. 36-0. Last week, they beat Mount Carmel at home, and that was a 48-0 win for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Seals Grove coming 1-1, one one, the opening win over Lewisburg. Last week, they dropped to Jersey Shore Bulldogs 36-0. Again, we'll talk more about 
the Seals Grove Seals and their matchup here tonight. But now it's time to check in with Greg Wetzels as the Lewisburg Green Dragons even their record to 1-1 one one after beating Central Mountain 48-18 a week ago. But tonight they travel to, t- to the Silver Bowl to take on the Mount Carmel Red Tornadoes who are trying to bounce back from their loss a week ago. So let's check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons 100.9, the Valley and WVLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons take on the Mount Carmel Red Tornadoes in the Silver Bowl on Mount Carmel tonight. Each team comes into tonight's contest with a record of 1-1. One one. Last week, Lewisburg beat Central Mountain by a score of 48-18, to and Mount Carmel lost to Southern Columbia by a score of 48-0. to this is a Heartland Conference crossover game with Mount Carmel in Division Two and Lewisburg in Division One. Last week, the Green Dragons got their offense going with quarterback Nick Chigaleski throwing two touchdown passes and running for a touchdown. Sophomore running back Ethan Dominic ran for 105 yards on five carries and scored on a 60-yard run. Ethan also picked up a fumble and returned it 22 yards for a touchdown. Mount Carmel comes into tonight's game after a tough loss to the Southern Columbia Tigers. The Red Tornadoes like to run the ball with Shane Weiner and then throw play-action passes to their big tight end. Defensively, they bring a lot of pressure at the point of attack. They have one of the best linebacking groups in the area. Both the Dragons and the Red Tornadoes are 1-1, one one, but the Green Dragons are going to have to play their best game of the young season to make this a close game. Mount Carmel is very difficult to beat in the Silver Bowl. Game time is 7 o'clock with pregame show at 6.30 and 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. I'm Greg Wetzel for Game Day on Eagle 107. All right, Greg, thanks very much. Sean Carey with you in studio as we continue Seals Game Day on Eagle 107 as we check our scoreboard, the Week 3 lineup, and we will have updates throughout the evening at eagle107.com. So check out the scoreboard page often for the updates fast and first. And we mentioned earlier on WKOK tonight, home opener for the Shigalimi Braves as they take on Loyal Sock also across the valley. It is Milton at Mifflinburg, Danville at Warrior Run, Halifax at Line Mountain, Wellsboro at Montgomery. Williamsport travels to Crispin Field tonight to take on the Berwick Bulldogs. Williams Valley at Tri-Valley, Hughesville at South Williamsport, Columbia Montour Votech at Nativity BVM. Shemokin with the long road trip tonight to Mill Hall as they go up against Central Mountain. Central Columbia is at Lee Heighton. Jersey Shoreman Toursville should be a great ball game tonight in Lycoming County. Upper Dolphin at Millersburg and coming up tomorrow at 2 p.m. it is Springfield Township traveling to Midwest. Also Seals fans, we have a treat for you this evening at halftime during our broadcast on Eagle 107. Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess will have a chance to catch up with Brent Byler. Of course, Brent, the head coach of the state champion Seals Grove Seals 2019 baseball teams, get a chance to catch up uh, with uh, Brent at halftime. So we'll have two state championship coaches, Dave Hess from 10 years ago in football and Coach Brent 2019 in baseball. So you're in for a real treat. Look forward to hearing from those guys at halftime. We will hear from Pat and Dave after the break as we continue with Seals Game Day on Eagle 107. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock. Up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new 2019 Jeep Renegade up to $4,500 and we have over 25 to choose from. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. You know fall is the perfect time to take a day trip to visit the many local and New York wineries, breweries, sporting events, and much more. And the professional chauffeurs at Central PA Limousine and Car Service will help make it a day to remember. Choose from their fleet of 
luxury sedans, custom-built limousines, or shuttle vehicles that can seat up to 27 passengers. Like Sealands Grove Football, experience excellence in motion with Central PA Limousine and Car Service. For details, call Central PA Limousine and Car Service at 570-556-4777 or visit cpalimoride.com. Watto Chiropractic. We provide care for your injuries and back pain that doesn't use drugs and avoids the risks of surgery. Hi, this is Dr. Watto. If you're suffering, call us. The sooner you begin care, the sooner you can get relief. We'll help you recover naturally. Call Watto Chiropractic at 570-539-2600 or visit us on the web at wattochiropractic.com. At Aubrey Alexander Toyota, we believe the best new cars make the best used cars. Stop in today or check us out online at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. Click and see our wide selection of certified used Toyotas. Each comes with a rigorous 160 multi-point inspection, a 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty, as well as a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Aubrey Alexander Toyota, we're on the strip in Sealands Grove. And remember, tell them Johnny sent you. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seal Game Day by Sunbury Motor Company, your own Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Again, teams continue to go through their pregame warm-ups on a beautiful night here at Seals Grove Area High School, Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Seals Grove at 1-1, one one, trying to bounce back from a tough loss a week ago to Jersey Shore, 36 nothing. Southern Columbia Tigers able to shut out Mount Carmel a week ago, and they won that one 48 to nothing. Tonight's Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week is a battle between two and O teams as Jersey Shore travels to play Montoursville. Again, that will be our Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week. Two and O Jersey Shore on the road taking on Montoursville. The Warriors Seals Grove will face Montoursville the final game of the regular season. And again, tonight both teams two and O. Both teams looking to get the three, you know, should be a tough game. And, of course, it's our Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week. Also, I want to remind you, tonight after the game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region with the Sunbury Motors game night. It's Sunbury Motors game night after the game here on Eagle 107, the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Take a look at Seals Grove Seals offensively. They're averaging 211 yards total rushing 114 after their good rushing performance in week one against lewisburg but last week they struggled so they're going to bounce back and keep that number up receiving yards and or passing yards 97.5 for sophomore quarterback danny shock they've rushed for two touchdowns they've passed for two touchdowns danny does have one interception uh to his credit Seals Grove has not fumbled the ball, at least not lost a fumble this year in the two opening games. So they're averaging 14 points per game. One thing they do have to improve on, they are averaging seven penalties for 85 yards on the season. Derek Hicks in his fifth season, 37 and 17, while Jim Ralton in his 36th season, 429 wins and 63 losses for the head man of the Southern Columbia Tigers again. He is in his 36th season covering the or uh, running things at Southern Columbia. Now, Seals Grove has been dominated by the Southern Columbia Tigers as they are uh, dealing with nine straight losses in the dominating performance. But we've had some good performance, and we've seen from the Seals Grove Seals. 
Guys like Logan Leiby, he had 386 yards in 2017 against the Southern Columbia Tigers. Garrett Campbell ran for 209 yards in 2016. Jared Inch, he had 139 yards in 2016. Tyler Krebs had 15 tackles in 2012. Again, these are all performance against the Southern Columbia Tigers. Garrett Campbell also had two interceptions in the matchup in 2015. Tony Dressler had two sacks in 2016. All those numbers being given to us by our stat man, Zach Showers. Again, Seals Grove dealing with... Uh, a a um, Southern Columbia Tiger team that is over the last five years, 74-2, and two, averaging 14.4 wins uh, in the last five years, including three 16-0 and, and state titles. And that came in 18, 17, and 2015. They did lose to Steel Valley in 2016, and they lost, and that was in the state championship game, and they lost in the district playoffs against Montoursville, and that was back in 2014. So, Derek, or excuse me, uh, Dave, we have talked about it and what challenge right now it's going to be here tonight. Now, the things we go back to against Lewisburg, what we saw was the play of the linebackers and how they were handling things. Timing was good. They were hitting the right gaps and making a lot of stops. And, boy, that's going to be a big challenge for those linebackers to stay disciplined. And, boy, when they get to those runners, it's not easy, but they're going to have to make tackles. Well, no question. And, and what has to happen for them to be successful is, uh, our defensive line is going to have to get upfield and disrupt things. With Southern Columbia as a team that there's going to be a lot of misdirection, there's going to be a lot of down blocks, a lot of pulls and things like that. So there are opportunities to get people into the backfield. There's one of two ways you can do it against Southern Columbia. You can put, number one, you can put your down men where you know they're going to be running. They, they run, they love to run the A gaps, they love to run the B gap weak side, the C gap strong side. Put your down men there, get upfield, disrupt things, and let your let your linebackers run to the ball. Uh, if if that's not working, then you have to you have to resort to blitzing those gaps and and blitz where you know they're coming, and uh, we'll see how it works out. But uh, I'm I'm hoping we can get it done with the down men. And the big challenge again we talked about in the running game. Gage Garcia completed his junior season with over 2,000 yards, his second in as many years. He's rushed for over 6,000 yards, 100 touchdowns in his three years. Also, a state championship wrestler, Garcia will be heading to the University of Michigan to play football and wrestling. Against the Seals, seven carries, 123 yards, and a touchdown in 2018. 26 carries, 273 yards, and a touchdown in 2017 season. So his performance to go along back in 2016 where he had 216 yards and a touchdown. So he's had a lot of uh, good experience or, or good nights against the Seals Grove Seals. But as we've talked about, these linebackers are well aware of the challenge here tonight. And we're looking forward to seeing them step up and be able to play tough against this rushing attack of the Southern Columbia Tigers. We're fortunate to have Dave Hess. He went down and checked up with uh, Coach Hicks down on the field uh, just about 20 minutes ago. So getting really up to the minute, uh, understanding of what Derek Hicks and his thoughts are moving forward in this huge challenge for his Seals Grove Seals. We're going to hear from him uh, at the bottom of the hour part of the Derek Hicks pregame show. But we still have a lot to cover following that interview as we get ready for the top of the hour and the third week already of high school football again seals grove hosting the southern columbia tigers so let's take that break we're going to hear from head man coach Derek hicks here very shortly and a lot more before we kick this one off at the top of the hour you're listening to seals game day driven by sun bear motor company here on eagle 107 and eagle 107.com 
Hello, sports fans. WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland is proud to be the Susquehanna Valley's family-owned and operated Subaru dealership since 1965. So come on in now and check out and save on the all-new Subaru models. Start your adventure in a safe, reliable, and fuel-efficient ride. Amazing financing offers for well-qualified applicants. Stop by WNL Subaru Route 11 in Northumberland or check out their deals on Facebook and at WNLSubaru.com. The Susquehanna Valley's all-wheel drive headquarters. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, try County Tag. Your local PennDOT partner can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Try County Tag Service. Hummel's Wharf is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Try County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Why are you running around the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. It's that time already? Yep. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farms corn maze is open. And I want to beat last year's time. Oh, you went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. Then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's ornaments for every event memory. You are so corny. Check out ColdStonyHill.com for maze and Christmas shop hours. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm on Mexico Road, Milton, or at ColdStonyHill.com. This is Eagle 107. Who wants a picture of who? Welcome back to Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess. Getting ready for the Seals and the Southern Columbia Tigers. Running down some numbers to the defensive side for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Two shutouts already had three all of last year's, and they have two already to start the season. They only have one fumble recovery in those two shutouts. So they're doing it the hard way. They're getting the ball back and making things happen. Now they do have two interception returns for a touchdown as Ian Huntington had a 41-yard interception return against Hammond to open up the season. And then Nick uh, Ziegler, he had a 57-yard interception return for a touchdown as well against Mount Carmel a week ago. So it's, uh, again, that idea from Danny Shock sophomore you know, making it, keeping it simple, not throwing the ball out there because that defense is able to get to you and get to you quickly and force you into throws that you don't want. And uh, Southern's defense already taking advantage of that for two pick six to open up the season. Yeah, and that's the one thing we don't want to do. We, If you're going to be any have any success against Southern at all, you've got to protect the football. You know, you, you can't be sloppy. And, and I think that Danny's really come into his own. I think that uh, he, he has protected the ball 
pretty well. And he's going to continue to have to do that and grow into that position. And the thing is, we saw last week, he was trying to get quick slants to people. But again, it all can't happen, and we know that if he doesn't get the time that he needs to be able to try to find those open receivers. Again, huge challenge here tonight for the Seals Grove Seals offense. Again, we're fortunate to have Dave Hess was able to go down and catch up with Coach Derek Hicks down on the field just moments ago, getting to the very last moments of uh, Derek Hicks' perspective on tonight's game. And we're fortunate to catch it. It's all part of the Derek Hicks pregame show. Dave Hess catching up with Derek Hicks. All right, this is Dave Hess. I'm here with Coach Hicks. Uh, prior to the Southern Columbia game, I just want to talk to you a little bit about the, the week this week and then how things are going. Uh, your preparation this week, how'd that go? Good, good. You know, after the, the debacle last week up at Jersey Shore where uh, kind of fell apart on both sides of the ball, uh, I give the kids credit. You know, they, we got into the film Monday. It was a great film session, and, uh, you know, they're, they're taking getting better seriously and had a great week of practice. How was your leadership this week in practice? Did, did, the, did some of your older guys step up? How did that go? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the seniors, you know, the, the, they know this is their last shot, and uh, they, they know that if things go as planned, we should get a do-over with Jersey Shores. So, uh, you know, they, they're, they're doing the things they need to do to lead and uh, right the ship. You know, it's funny you say that because I've been thinking that all week. A do-over with Jersey Shore would be sweet at the end of the year, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I think it's, it goes back to starting in 2013 was the twice a year with them. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll certainly take another one this year. Excellent. And uh, health-wise, yeah, everybody okay? Yeah. Yep, so far so good. Our, uh, you know, varsity guys are uh, healed up from last Friday and ready to go again. All right. And uh, keys for tonight. What do you, what do you think you have to yep. do to get the job done tonight, oh, Derek? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there are a few uh, keys, I, I know. I was say, that's <laughs> I told him you get anywhere near it. Uh, I, I talked to some Mount Carmel guys, and they said uh, this may be the best team from central Pennsylvania ever. Uh, but, you know, it, it's well, still what, boils I didn't down realize to you did that. They you know, linebackers got to read your keys and uh, play their gap of responsibility. Down men can't get blown up. And, uh, you know, that's your key defensively and offensively. Okay. It, it's the O-line. they got to right, get a he's push. He's not going to move from and, and uh, we've got to establish a little bit of a running game and keep the ball away from that offense of theirs. So it really comes down to fundamentals, right? It is. It, it's no different. Honestly, honestly, it's no different than any other week. Whoever whoever executes the fundamentals, yeah, you're in good shape. Yeah. Okay. Good. Hey, uh, what do you now? What do you expect uh, from this evening in terms of uh, uh, keeping your guys uh, fresh? The, the weather's nice. Uh, yeah. Southern Columbia does a pretty good job of keeping their guys fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they they've got a lot of depth. Uh, we're, we're starting to develop that depth. Some yeah. of our young guys are coming along. Brandon Hiles, one that, uh, you know, if it's not this week, I think by next week you're going to see him rotating in on the defense, getting a little bit of time. And, uh, you know, that's that's huge. Going down the stretch is you got to have – your guys have to be fresh. They have to be healthy. Uh, so the more the more depth we can develop, rotate guys in, the stronger we're going to be down the stretch run. Coach, good luck. God bless you, man. Thanks for talking to us here. Uh, all right. Thank you. Yep, bye-bye. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. 
At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. Try the two for four dollars super snack: regular fries, cheeseburger, pretzel sticks, any size soft drink, small sundae, two piece chicken strips, mix and match any two. And also try the new cinnamon roll shake. Tell the whole stadium fan food before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals, go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. Eagle107.com Saturday night, the Bison are in Connecticut to meet Sacred Heart. Pre-game starts Saturday at 5.30 with Doug Birdsong, Kevin Hurt. Kickoff at 6 on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Here with Dave Hess, this is Pat O'Brien. Zach Showers, also our stat guy, keeping us up on the numbers throughout. And make sure you check in our Facebook page as well. It's all Seals all the time. It's hard to believe we're moving into week three of the high school football season. And, again, a big challenge for the Seals Grove Seals, taking on the 2-0 and Southern Columbia Tigers. Taking a look at the numbers for Seals Grove coming into tonight, their sophomore quarterback, Danny Schock, 6'3", 200-pound sophomore. He's 19 for 29, 195 yards, two touchdowns to his credit, one pick. He's also rushed for a touchdown as well. We like what we saw from week one with Danny. He was able to throw those two great passes, one to Josh Nyland for a touchdown on the deep slant, and also the beautiful pass to Wyatt Metzger for that touchdown as well. But as you well know from a lineman standpoint, he's not going to be able to do those things and get those opportunities if he doesn't have the time he needs. And I'm curious to see how you offset what you know is going to be heavy pressure getting to your sophomore quarterback. Well, you block. Number one, uh, and to be honest with you, Southern Columbia, their defense, their defensive front is not a hard thing to scheme in terms of knowing where to go to block. It's not real tricky. They they line up in that that even front. The, the linemen are at the same spot every time. The backers at the same spot every time. You've got to beat their strength and you got to beat their technique, which means that you better have your butt low. You better be underneath everything. You better be leveraging everything. I, you know, they're. Back in the day, you know, Southern's the same that it was in, in 1995. And I was the offensive line coach then. I'm seeing the same things out of them, which is exceptional. But I always I always said to our, our head coach when I was an assistant, don't worry about, about pass protection. We'll get it done. We know where they're going to be. Now, it's just a matter of whether we can match them physically. How do you see them in comparison to what we saw from Jersey Shore a week ago in terms of because Jersey Shore was all over Danny throughout the night. In terms of the way they go about doing this, any similarity between those two teams? Uh, not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jersey Shore stunted their downmen a lot. They, they slanted their downmen around. They blitzed a whole lot. Um, Southern is not a big blitzing team. Um, but uh, I, the, the biggest difference that I see is just the strength factor with Southern Columbia. They're, they're a much stronger, more mobile football team. So they'll have a different challenge in that in terms of what they see. But 
hearing what you're talking about, and, and now it becomes a part about execution and getting your job done. And you often hear that from coaches, do your job, and we'll yep. have an opportunity here. So we're hoping they can do that for the for Danny Shock and the offense. Their offense in a, from the rushing department wraps around Nate Jones, six foot, two hundred twenty-five pounds. He's a junior. Thirty-one carries on the season. Twenty-six of those came in week one in the win over the Lewisburg Green Dragons. He has one hundred and fifty-two yards and a touchdown. He's averaging just under five yards a carry. Now again, Nate Schoen is a guy that we've seen improvement in terms of his approach to running. But against a team like this, I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to try to get physical with these linebackers and try to do a little more of what he did a year ago. But, again, you like to still see him try to maneuver himself around and be able to run through some big holes and also continue to develop his rushing attack. And you're hoping tonight that Nate will show some of those things. Absolutely. <clears throat> Nate is a, is a very physical kid. Um, I, I really think that the only approach to a football game against Southern Columbia is is to have the attitude that you're just going to go out and you're going to you're going to you're going to punch him in the face, you know, not physically, but you're going to you're going to take it to him, and and you're going to deliver the blows. And I think that if, if Nate comes out and does that kind of, if he runs a linebacker over, that kind of stuff will get contagious with the team. I also think that Seals going to have to mix mix it up. I mean, I, I think that Ryan Amon's going to have to see some. Uh, he's got to run the ball, and and the only way they're going to be able to, to to run the ball tonight is if they can take the pressure off the line of scrimmage by throwing the ball. Now, it, they've got to have a balanced attack tonight. And see if they can do that with Josh Nyland, who comes in as our leading receiver, seven catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. He stands just 5'8", 145 pounds, but one of the toughest kids you'll know that he's going to try to go out and make some plays here tonight for the Seals Grove offense. Now moving to the defensive side, Seals Grove has nine tackles for loss. After two games a year ago, they only had six, so that part of their game has improved. And it's been wrapped around a guy, like you mentioned, from the offensive side, but now we flipped it to the defensive side, and that's Ryan Almond. Ten tackles, he's averaging per game, took along with the safety, the sophomore, Teague Hoover. He's averaging 11 tackles per game. They're going to be active here tonight, and one thing we always say all the time, you like to see the safety not be so high in his number of tackles, but Teague has been forced into that. He does a lot of it from a run support. He's very active around the line of scrimmage, but those two guys will be very active here tonight against this rushing attack. You know, Teague Hoover... <laughs> Teague's a, he, he makes, he puts himself in situations on the line of scrimmage where he can make tackles, and he's good enough that he can get away with that without getting beat deep, and, you know, it's, it's one of those things as a coach, you're like, oh my goodness, he's up there in the line of scrimmage, but then you don't want to call him off, I mean, and, and Teague Hoover is, is a typical Hoover, I mean, I've coached Hoovers here, <laughs> they are some of the toughest people I've ever met in my life. And Teague Hoover is no different. I love that kid. I love his spirit. And he's going to have to bring that toughness here tonight. And then the other guy I mentioned, spotlight on the defensive side, Nate Schoen, four tackles for loss. You like his strength and his speed up on that line of scrimmage. And he really was able to expose the Lewisburg Green Dragons in week one. Last week, struggled some, still was one of the top tacklers a week ago. But he's a guy that also is going to have to disrupt things up front. And, and Nate Schoen is, I, I hope we see him on the, on the nose tonight. I hope we see him across from the center because the way Southern pulls guards, with and, and Nate won't take that center on. He's not going to be asked to do that. He's going he's gonna to be told he needs to be shooting gaps. And with his quickness and the guards pulling, Nate could have some big plays. And, you know, with the Seals Grove defense, it's, it's feast or famine. You know, he, Nate makes those tackles for loss. You need to offset the negative plays with positive plays uh, and you've got to actually outnumber them i love the idea of nate being inside i 
get into that backfield and make some and tackle the ball for a loss. One thing they're going to have to contend with the Southern Columbia Tigers, they get off to quick starts, 29 points in the first quarter, 34 in the second. So they're already averaging 31.5 points in the first half. And then it it tapers off with 14 points in the third quarter and just seven in the fourth. But they get off to a quick start. That's something else that you're going to have to try to negate against this team. They're very explosive and get a lot of points up early. They've done it in the first two weeks. If they can be able to offset that, that gives them obviously a much better opportunity against this team. And what you have to do to to, uh, to to negate all those all those points in the first quarter is hustle. We, Our defense is going to have to fly to the football just with reckless abandon like there's no tomorrow, hold nothing back, go to the football because hustling, getting guys around the ball is what prevents big plays. And, and really, that's the key. And looking at defensive side, Seals Grove's given up 365 yards per game, 150 on the ground, 215 through the air. They've given up six touchdowns on the season and a balance three rushing touchdowns and three through the air. They have no interceptions. They do have two fumble recoveries. They've given up 44 points. That's 22 points per game, and they have three sacks. That's the defense of the Seals Grove Seals. Seals come in at one and one. After a loss last week to the Jersey Shore Bulldogs, they open up the season with the win over the Lewisburg Green Dragons of the Southern Columbia Tigers at 2-0, back-to-back shutouts. They only had three all of last year. One of them came against the Seals Grove Seals when they beat them 48-0. Uh, Southern also beat Shemokin 48-0, and they were able to beat Lime Mountain 55-0 a year ago. This is Seals game day. We're going to step aside, come back, get ready for opening kickoff. Also going to hear from... Uh, Coach S, and he talks about what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Seals Grove Seals here tonight. And that's going to be all part as we continue with Seals game day right here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Football season's here. Are you watching your favorite team on a small and bulky TV? Would you like to be able to see your team scoring that touchdown up close and personal? At Aaron's Rentals, they can help you take that TV home. Courtney at Aaron's says now's the time to come in and talk to her. There are great specials, no credit check, free setup and delivery, flexible payments, easy pay, and six months same as cash. Visit Aaron's new location, 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove, or Aaron's.com slash Sealands Grove. At Aubrey Alexander Toyota, we believe the best new cars make the best used cars. Stop in today or check us out online at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. Click and see our wide selection of certified used Toyotas. Each comes with a rigorous 160 multi-point inspection, a 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty, as well as a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Aubrey Alexander Toyota, we're on the strip in Sealands Grove. And remember, tell them Johnny sent you. Why are you running around the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. Is that time already? Yep. Cole Stony Hill Tree Farms corn maze is open. Ah, and I want to beat last year's time. Oh, you went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. And then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's ornaments for every event memory. You are so corny. Check out ColdStonyHill.com for maze and Christmas shop hours. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm on Mexico Road, Milton, or at ColdStonyHill.com. Eagle107.com. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sun Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Again, been talking about the big matchup here for the Seals Grove Seals, and can't think of a better way to 
try to put the loss a week ago behind you, the loss to Jersey Shore at Jersey Shore. And, you know, it's it's one of those deals, too. Derek talked about it before that game, trying to get through the mental part of playing on grass and a field that's a bit torn up. And uh, we saw that by the end of that game last week. And that was the first game on that field for 2019. And that field was already torn up. We did see a lot of slipping and sliding, guys. Now, that didn't make the difference in a 36-0 loss. It was the approach by the Seals Grow Seals and, and the mental part of the game and preparation throughout the week. And Derek said it. He, sees, he thinks the preparation this week has been much better. He's seen some leadership. And, boy, that's an important piece as you're trying to put this thing all together. You, you learn from your, your mistakes, and, and obviously that was a huge mistake that uh, uh, we made last week. But And so I, I don't think that um, that having the proper attitude uh, at going into a game is going to be a problem anymore. They learned that lesson. So, you know, I, I think that we've got we've to gotta forget all about it. It did look like the, the, the surface of the moon up there. It was kind of looked like craters on that field. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think that we're going to be okay in that, in that regard now. And, uh, you know, if... If our guys just get the attitude that they can beat people, they, they, they believe in each other, and if they out-hustle people, if they out-hit people, out-run people to the ball, and, and play with fundamentals, they'll be okay. From the fifth and fourth and fifth grade course, the eighth grade course, members of the high school honors choir as well, all under the direction of Reaver Harold and Cheryl Schellenberger. What a beautiful song. And now we're going to hear the national anthem from all these students. Boy, if it's anything like we just heard, it's going to be amazing. Sit back and enjoy as we get ready for football here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com.
beautifully done. And with that, let's take a break, get, come back, get ready for the opening kickoff between the Seals and the Tigers here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix heat and glow products. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Weaver's Tire Service in Northumberland supports Sealands Grove Seals football and all athletes because like sports teams, Weaver's Tire's customers come from all over. And to prove it this season, tell Weaver's you heard this commercial on Seals football, no matter where you live, and you get a super sports special. I don't know what it is. See Weaver's for details. They've got tires, passenger and commercial to farm, service, oil changes and inspection to repair, and two road crews to bring home the win. Weaver's Tire Service, Route 11 Northumberland, Weaver'sTires.com and on Facebook. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. It's almost time for kickoff. Now from the stadium are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Again, welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Just moments away of getting this one underway. The 2-0 Southern Columbia Tigers get ready to take on the 1-1 Sealands Grove Seals. Take a look at the offensive probable starters. And first, you look at quarterback Preston Zeckman. He's a senior, number 14, 6'2", 210 pounds on the season, 12 for 25, 101 yards. He doesn't have a touchdown yet on the season, and he's thrown two picks. In the backfield, you'll see Gage Garcia, 5'10", 205 pounds, a senior as well. He has four touchdowns on the season, averaging over eight yards a carry for the Southern Columbia Tiger offense. In the passing department, you'll see Gavin Garcia, 5'8", 175 pounds. He's a sophomore, number five. And Julian Fleming, 6'3", 210 pounds. He's a senior. On the season, four, Julian Fleming, nine catches, 87 yards, averaging almost 10 yards a catch. And again, he stands at 6'3", 210 pounds. He is a senior. The other receivers you'll see be Wes Barnes. He's just a freshman, 5'8", 170 pounds. And Max Tillett, 6'2", 210 pounds. And then the tight end, just a junior, Wade Kurtzstetter, 5'11", 200 pounds. The offensive line for the Southern Columbia Tigers, the junior center, Derek Wortman, the guards, Jacob Herr and Lear Quinton. Quinton goes 6'2", 235 pounds. He's a senior with the tackles. Cam Holliday, 6'3", 215 pounds. He's a senior. And the other tackles, Colin Dorosky. He's 5'11", 235 pounds. Take a look at the Seals Grove Seals on the offensive side. Quarterback, 
Sophomore Danny Schock, 6'3", 205 pounds. Again, just a sophomore on the season, 195 yards and two touchdowns. He does have a rushing touchdown to his credit as well. In the backfield, Nate Schoen, 6'2", 225 pounds. He's a junior. It's 152 yards on the season, a touchdown, averaging just under five yards a carry from your junior running back, Nate Schoen. The receiving court, Christian Kantz, 5'11", 160 pounds. He's a senior. He'll wear number four. Josh Nyland coming in as the leading receiver for the Seals at 5'8", 145 pounds. He is a senior. He has seven catches for 70 yards and a touchdown for the senior receiver, number seven. The tight end, Wyatt Metzger, has a touchdown to its credit. He's 5'11", 195 pounds. That offensive line, junior center, Nick Young, 5'8", 220 pounds. The guards, Maul and Bainey. The tackles, Schaefer and uh, Vance Metzger. Vance Metzger, 6'2", 240 pounds. He is a junior for the Seals Grove Seals. Also in the backfield for the Seals, you'll see Dean Hollenbeck, 5'8", 170 pounds. He's a senior. And also the fullback. And, Dave, you talked about already the importance if you get Ryan involved, Ryan Almond, that is. He stands 5'11", 195 pounds, just a junior. Like to see him involved as well just to be able to change things up against the Tiger defense. Absolutely. And and Ryan is, is a tough kid. and He's a tough runner. <clears throat> he's got a lot of talent. And, and I think that uh, you know, you've got to be multiple against a team like this. They're, they're too good to know that, that Nate's going to be getting to, um, the, the, the snap or the ball every snap. So, yeah, you got to mix it up, and then we've got to throw the ball. And a special teams wise, Julian Fleming will do the punting for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Their kicker is number 48, Halt. And Halt is on the season. He's 10 for 11 with PATs. That's Ethan Halt. 10 for 11 PATs. They do have a two point conversion to the credit. They have not attempted a field goal on the season, have the Southern Columbia Tigers. And the return department, punt return will be Fleming and Garcia. And also in the kickoff return, it'll be Fleming and Garcia. As the Seals Grove Seals take the field, we're getting ready for the opening kickoff. So let's take one last break. Welcome back. Wrap things up here from a pregame and get ready for the opening kickoff. The Seals game day driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Here's a nice, easy question for all of our loyal Eagle 107 listeners. What's the best thing we can do to set the mood for your workday? That's right. Give you at least 107 minutes of nonstop classic rock to start things off at 9. All right, I'm ready. Nonstop rock! Let's do this. And that's what we do with the 107 minutes superset. Monday through Friday. Whoa! That's what I'm talking about! So here's the next question. Are you in charge of your radio at work? You know what you need to do. The Phillies are on News Radio 1070. WKOK. Swing and a drive to deep left field. Back goes Granderson to the wall. He looks up. It's gone. Goodbye. Couple rows back into the left field stands. Andrew McCutcheon, a solo home run. It's his fifth home run of the season. Swung on, hit deep. Right field, and man, does that feel good for Harper. Way, way back into the second deck. Your home for Phillies baseball is News Radio 1070 WKOK. 
Eagle 107 wants to let you know about the people and organizations that make the central Susquehanna Valley a great place to live. Hello, my name is Jordan, and I go to Shikwani High School. This recovery month, I'm encouraging all of my friends to choose their own health and wellness when it comes to illegal substances. I'm confident that we can all make the correct decision and stand up against peer pressure related to illegal drugs. This decision will help keep us all healthy and allow us to live our best lives. If you or someone you know is struggling with a substance use disorder, text the Crisis Align at 741-741. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Grove Area High School. And before we wrap up the pregame show, we send it to Dave as he's going to let us know what's going to seal the deal for a victory for the Sealens Grove Seals. Well, obviously, um, you better be on the plus side in turnovers, number one. Protect the football. Um, our offense is going to have to put on drives and keep the ball away from them as much as they possibly can. And you cannot allow big plays. You better know where Fleming is, and you better know where the Garcia boys are all the time. And the quarterback can run, too. And we got to pressure the quarterback. And that's about it. And we've got to be fundamentally sound and, and be hard-nosed and, and believe that we can do it. This has been Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln's in the North 4th Street. Auto applies in Sunbury and Sunbury Motors. Kia routes 11 and 15 on the strip in the Hummel's Wharf as the captains have met at midfield. Seals Grove captains Nate Schoen, Trey Bainey, Josh Nyland, and Danny Schock. Zach Ben. Captain for the Southern Columbia Tigers, along with Fleming and also Gage Garcia. And trying to get the last one, that's Kyle Holiday, captain for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Southern Columbia has won the toss. And they're going to look to get the ball quick and see if they can't put pressure on the Seals Grove Seals here early. Again, the Southern Columbia Tigers have got on the board very quickly in the first two games. At halftime, they're putting up 31.5 points per game at halftime, so we know what their capabilities are. Again, this is a big part of what Seals Grove will try to do here tonight and try to maintain possessions, move the chains. Another big part of it, Dave, is you can't get behind the chains. You can't force Seals Grove to have to deal with, you know, second and 15 and second and 16, those types of things, and those will be a big part of what happens here tonight as well. No, like you said, we've got to clean up the mistakes. We've got to clean up the penalties, and 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 we've got to we've got to get plus yards uh, every down. Offensively, we've we've got to gain yards. This is Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 WEGH Northumberland, Seals Grove. Saturday night, the Nittany Lions will host Buffalo at night game. The tailgate show with Steve Jones, Jack Ham, Roger Corey starts at 6. Kickoff at 7.30 on News Radio, 1070 WKOK, WKOK.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Make sure you check our Facebook page. All seals all the time. That seals grow seals on Eagle 107. And why I have a moment, I'd like to wish my daughter, Murphy, a happy birthday. She's turning 14. I remember the day she was born. Two days later, I ran to the booth at Lewisburg to cover a Lewisburg Green Dragon and a Lime Mountain game. My wife said, go ahead and do what you do. So I went off and did a game thinking about I had a daughter two days old. And here we are 14 years later, and now she'll be turning 14 tomorrow. So I want to wish my beautiful, amazing, talented, and intelligent Murphy O'Brien, a happy birthday as this one is underway. It's going to go to an up man at the 25. Straight through, gets to the 45 before he's tackled there. That's Rodimo, and he's stopped by Kissinger. 
but it's a good return by the Southern Columbia Tigers and a good start. They have the ball outside of their own 45 at the 46-yard line, getting this one underway. Again, Zuckman is a quarterback. In the backfield, you'll see Gage Garcia. The receiving core, Fleming and Gavin Garcia. The center is Workman, Her and Quinton, the guards. Dorosky and Holiday are the tackles, along with the tight end, Kerstetter. First down and 10 for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Blitz coming by Ahmed. Zekman's got some time, a lot of time, rolling to his left, being chased by Schoed, and he's going to be taken down there as he bounces off what would, would be tackler, but that was finished off is that Macharo, Oscar Macharo, came up and made the stop. Our coverage was good there. The quarterback couldn't find any open receivers. Nate Schoen went from nose guard and contained the quarterback on the outside as he was rolling left. That was a terrific defensive play. They lost a good, a long yard on that play. Brings up a second down and long as the ball sits at the Southern Columbia 45-yard line. Come out one wide receiver, split to the right. That's Fleming. Zekman turns, gives it to Garcia. He's got into Seals Grove territory. He's going to drag it for about 9, 10. They're going to get about 10 and a half yards on that, so it'll bring up a third down and one. Teague Hoover had to make the stop again. He is leading the team in tackles along with Ryan Almit. But third down and short here for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Would be a big, huge play here for the defense. Under center is Zekman. Long count. Take the snap. And there's a flag on the play before this one gets started. They're going to call a false start. And that's going to go against the Southern Columbia Tigers. That puts them in a third and six situation uh, where the defense is sitting pretty right now. All we saw the last two downs were, well, the, the nine-yard play was just the old buck sweep, the old uh, wing tee sweep, and, and our outside backers just have to do a great job of attacking that lead guard. With the sweep, they'll, they'll kick out with one guard, they'll wrap up onto a linebacker with a second guard. Now there was one downfall to the two wins for Southern. They do have a lot of penalties in the first two games, so they pick up their first penalty here. Third down and six. For the Southern Columbia Tigers. Almond on the blitz. Throws away. Fleming makes the catch. He's got a first down. Makes a man miss. And he's going to be finished off by Oscar Macharo. But he's able to take the ball inside Sealands Grove 40-yard line. Down close to the 37-yard line. So it'll be a first down and 10 as Fleming makes his 10th catch of the season. That was just a three-yard hitch to Fleming. He, he just went three yards out. Planted his foot. Looked back at the quarterback. Uh, got made the catch and he just he's a great runner after he catches the ball made a man miss and got more yardage after the catch yak for julian fleming one back in the backfield blitz coming again zekman drops back he's got some time get rid of it got a man wide open that's fleming makes a man miss at the 30 still going to the 20 inside the 20 down close to the 17 yard line goes fleming another first down pickup for the Southern Columbia Tigers. It looks to me like Southern is really concentrating on getting their ball, getting the ball to uh, Fleming. He has not had a lot of touches the last couple of weeks. They're doing that. They came out in a double, a double slot last time. That's generally a throwing formation for Southern. Fleming's going to split to the left this time. Has two catches on the night, nine on the season coming in. He's going to be defended out there by Brett Four. This one's going to go to the right. That's Garcia be hitting the backfield. Gets away from one tackle, two tackles. Still going to the five. Spinning close to the two-yard line and finally stopped there. 
He shows what makes him special, bouncing off a tackle in the backfield and takes it for a first down inside the five to the three, and it's going to be a first down goal to go for Southern Columbia Tigers. You know, we had people there. Uh, we had several guys bounce off him. That was just a strength run and a balance run. He's, he's an exceptional running back, Garcia, Gage Garcia. They'll see if it goes to him to put this one into the end zone at Seals Grove C. Southern. First down, goal to go. They're going to mark it at the two-yard line. Nine minutes to go in the first quarter. Going to go to Garcia. He's trying to go up and over. No call made from the official, and they're going to stop him inside the one-yard line. They came out in two tights with a, uh, a with a wing on the right side, and they had zero splits. Their, all their linemen were foot-to-foot, and they just ran it right at us. And our kids did a great job of stuffing it. Garcia tried to get up over top, and he couldn't. Uh, there was too much of a pile at the line of scrimmage. Great job by the Seals on that play. Second down, goal to go from the two after that good play from the Seals' defense. Tight formation, two tight ends, three backs in the backfield. Zekman under center, gives it to Gavin Garcia. He's going to squeeze through off the left side and get into the end zone for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, they were in a dead tee there, which means that they had two two tight ends and three running backs side-by-side in the backfield. When you see that in short yardage situations, they're going to get two lead blockers out in front of the running back. And that's what happened, and they got they got yards. They got the score. The touchdown comes with 8.26 to go in the opening quarter. As Halp will attempt the extra point, it's up and good. So he makes his 11th on the season. He's 11 for 12 from PATs. Has not attempted a field goal, but he's able to nail that one through following the touchdown run by Gavin Garcia for the Southern Columbia Tigers, the sophomore running back. He came into tonight with four touchdowns, so add number five for Gavin Garcia. He's just sophomore, 5'8", 175 pounds, but he takes it into the end zone for the score. That completes a seven-play drive for the Southern Columbia Tigers, covering 54 yards, overcoming a penalty as well. Took three minutes and 29 seconds. The extra point good. And it's a 7 nothing lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. So Seals Grove look to go on the offensive side for the first time here tonight. Southern That's- Columbia has their quarterback covering kickoffs. He's, I noticed that in film, too. He's on yeah. the side. But he, I mean, we know he's an athlete. And, he, and that's what he is first and foremost. But you're right. He's going to cover kickoffs here as well. This one's going to go to Nyland at the 10. Trying to get a block to get to the 20. Falls over about the 25-yard line. So good start for the Seals Grove Seals as they'll take over first down and 10. See if they mark it just inside the 25 at the 24-yard line as they go to offense for the first time here tonight. Trying to answer the touchdown by the Southern Columbia Tigers. Two major factors here. you got to move the change. You want to keep possession. You don't want to give it back to this explosive offense of the Southern Columbia Tigers. Big task here for the Southern Columbia, or for the Seals Grove Seals. Let's see if they're up to the task. One wide receiver split to the left, one to the right. Full back behind Shock, and he's going to go down quickly. Not even a chance as racing through that time, getting to him first, number 40, that's Ian Huntington, 6'185 pounds. He's a senior. He had help back there, but he was one of the first guys in on the play. Yeah, Cole Shankweiler got there, too, a 310-pound defensive tackle. Uh, we, we completely whiffed on, on our pass blocks there. It was supposed to be a throw. 
I'm not sure what happened. A little miscommunication of some kind. Offensive line, Young at center, Maul, Bainey, Schaefer, and Vance Metzger all cross that offensive line. Danny Schock under center. Takes the snap. Gives it to the deep man, Schoen. Runs right into a wall. Right into number 73, Shank Weller, Weiler again. 6'1", 310 pounds. So he's quickly involved already from that defensive line standpoint. Seals grow forced into a third down and long. They're going to call it third down and 15. 7.20 to go open the quarter. Southern leading 7-0 after a Gavin Garcia touchdown run from two yards out. Trips to the left, one wide receiver to the right. Shock drops back under some pressure. He's got Christian Cantz on the slant. He'll make the catch at the 31-yard line, and they're going to say it's incomplete. Oh, he had that ball. It, it came out right at the end onto the turf. What a shame. That was a nice throw by Danny Shock and a great job by, by Christian Cantz just pulling that ball in. He was covered tight. Offensive line, it was a little a little tough, but uh, he had Danny had just enough time to get that ball off. So now you're going to have to punt it with Wyatt Metzger. It's done a nice job, averaging just around the mid-30s. Would love to see one of these big, booming punts. Back will be Fleming and Garcia. He's probably being told, don't kick it to either one of them, so go to the sideline. Yep. But it's going to go to Garcia. He'll have it at midfield. He's at the 45 in Seals Grove territory, finished off there. As the ball got knocked out of his hand, and it was out of bounds, so Southern will keep possession, but a nice hit on the... Special teams coverage. Kevin Gearhart was the one trying to track the ball down as it came out of Garcia's hand, but Southern has great field position at the Sealens Grove 40-yard line, leading 7-0. That was a solid tackle on Garcia. That was a hit. I mean, our, our defender, or excuse me, our cover guy uh, really got the job done. He popped the ball loose. Was that Hollenbach on the special teams play there? So give credit to him. Appreciate Zach checking in on the number of that time because I couldn't see him on the far side. We're going to give credit to Hollenbach on the nice hit on Gavin, excuse me, on Gage Garcia. 7 0 lead for the Tigers as Gavin goes in motion. Drop it back at Zeckman. Wide open. He's got Fleming deep and he's going to make the catch and go out of bounds right about the eight yard line. He was double teamed by Hoover and Nyland, but he's going to make the catch and give the Southern Columbia Tigers great field position inside. Of the 10-yard line down close to the 5-yard line. They are really looking to feed the ball to, 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 uh, to Fleming. He, he, was, he, got, he got behind our, our, our safety and our cornerback. They recovered, but not well enough. He reached over top and got the ball. He's going to split to the left this time. Rodermall and Gage Garcia in the backfield. It's going to be Garcia. Gets the call. Trying to get to the edge. It's going to go underneath the would-be tackler, but then Kissinger is able to hold on to him. Also, Ryan Allman in on the stop, so it took two of them, but nice job. Not an easy task to get Garcia down when he turns his shoulders going forward, but they're able to there. Short pickup inside the five to the four-yard line with 6.25 to go in the opening quarter. Southern leading 7-0. That was the old wing key sweep. We did a great job because... Our guys attacked it at the, at the point on the line of scrimmage, and they bounced it wide, and we were able to run to that. Fleming's going to go far to the left with Meckley on him. He's going to be one-on-one. On one. What a big task for Meckley on Fleming. Fleming goes on the slant. Not there. They're going to give it to Garcia out of the backfield, hit by one guy, two guys, and finally taken down. Meckley involved and also Teague Hoover coming up from his safety position, a guy we spotlighted on the defensive side for the Seals, came up and made a sure tackle on a very tough runner after the catch by Gage Garcia. You know, we're down 7 nothing right now, and the ball's on the three-yard line. 
But I've got to tell you, I'm seeing a different team tonight than we saw last week. These guys are out there hustling. They're hitting. They're getting to the ball. That was a good play. And that comes with under six minutes to go in the opening quarter. Southern leading 7-0. They're inside the seal five-yard line. Tight formation this time. Zekman in, gives it to Garcia. Pops it off to the right, close to the goal line. And he's going to get in for the touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And there's Rodemall, number 32, who I saw in film. A lot of extracurricular stuff coming from him, and he's chirping. Don't like that. You're a good team. You don't need all that extra stuff. But that's what he's built around, number 32, and he's getting after it already. And keep an eye on him throughout the ballgame. But it's a touchdown by Gage Garcia. The extra point try by Halp. A line drive kick, and it goes up and through, and it's good. So it's 14-0 lead with 5.40 to go out in the opening quarter for the Southern Columbia Tigers over the Seals Grove Seals. And, but it's worth mentioning again, Dave, we know the dominance and the power that we see from the Southern Columbia Tigers, but you got to give some credit on what we've seen differently from the Seals Grove defense has not made it easy on those first two possessions. No, uh, they, they've gang-tackled. They've gotten to the ball. I've seen guys hustling. I, we're hitting with them. Uh, we're, we're just... They're, uh, they're basically, yeah, they're, they have a couple of guys that are just big and strong, and, and they make plays, and they get yards after the catch, and, and this is a well-coached football team. We're not seeing any surprises out of Southern Columbia. This is this is old, old wing tee football. It, it's, it's sweep, it's power, it's down, it's trap, it's getting guards in front of the ball, it's getting fullbacks leading on the edge with a, with a tailback behind them. It's all those things. We've got to keep getting better. We've got to attack the edges. Kick goes away. Be taken by Hollenbach inside his own five. He's at the 10, moves to about the 15, trying to get away from a tackle. He's not going to be able to. He'll be tackled at the 15-yard line. He was able to get away from Lynn on the Southern Columbia kickoff cover team, but then he was finished off at the 15-yard line. Sales Grove will take over first down and 10 from their own 15, trailing 14 nothing with 5.33 to go in the opening quarter. Southern Columbia Tigers gets their second touchdown of the night on a four-play drive covering 40 yards, taking a minute and 17 seconds with Gage Garcia on the three-yard touchdown run. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. First down and 10 for the Seals. High formation behind Danny Schock. Going to give it to Schoen. Runs into a wall, white shirts. Cal Holiday involved, and also Max Tillett on the stop, along with that good push from that defensive line for the Tigers. Maybe a loss of one, half a yard maybe, so it's going to be a second down and long for the Seals Grove Seals. We talk about defensively, two shutouts on the season already by the Southern Columbia Tigers. They had three all of last year, so... Defense has come up big in the first two games of the season for the Tigers. Showing blitz. Here comes Halliday. Shock being chased. Going to get rid of it. Throws it to Schoen. Nowhere to go, and he's going to go down. So Shock was trying to avoid being hit at the one-yard line. Flipped it to Schoen, and the defense all over Schoen as well. So it's going to be stopped at the five-yard line. Once again, uh, Southern Columbia, just they blitz both A-gaps with their inside backers. It's, it's an old 4-4 stunt that's been around forever. Uh, we completely whiffed on Halliday, and, and Halliday's a kid who's going on a full ride to, I believe, Michigan State. You can't miss on a kid like that. He caught Danny in a hurry. Danny did a good job of getting the ball out to our to a receiver, but uh, he was covered. So now they see themselves in shadow of their own goal line. Turn, give it to Ryan Allman. Nothing's going to go down quickly. 
Host the white shirts again and on the stop inside the five-yard line. Maybe four of Menem. We keep them at the five. But again, quickly giving it back to Southern Columbia Tigers as the punt team's going to jog out here. Metzger does the punting. As that Schaefer standing over the ball to do the snapping for the Seals Grove Seals as Gage Garcia stands at his Seals Grove 45-yard line, Fleming at the 42. Metzger's going to kick this away. It's going to be a short, high kick. It's going to bounce at the 32. And then Makai Shower catches it out of the air, maybe take a chance to let it bounce and see if he can get more yardage. But, boy, Southern Columbia Tigers field position. They started the game at their own 46, 47-yard line to start the game. And now the last two possessions start in Seals Grove territory, and that makes it even more difficult. Yeah, they have the ball on the 36-yard line. 36-yard line in Seals Grove territory. Southern Columbia leading 14-0. Julian Fleming splits far to the right. Josh Nyland on him. Teague Hoover comes over from the safety position. And that's where Zekman's looking. Gets rid of it. Throws to Fleming. Goes up and makes the catch. Tackled at the 30-yard line. So a pickup about six. It's going to be a third, or excuse me, second down and four. Man, they give him all the way to the 29-yard line. So... Ends up being a big pickup there, and so it's going to be a second down and about four for the Southern Columbia Tigers after, let's make it a second down and three after a seven-yard pickup by Fleming. That was just a short hitch pattern. He caught the ball. Again, uh, they're, they're looking to, to feed the ball to Fleming tonight. They want to get him in the action. He'll go off this, to the sidelines this time as they're going to go with a tight formation. Gage Garcia split on the left. Claybon now splits to the left as well. Going in motion is Gavin. He's going to get the call. Gets to the edge. Cuts under a defender. Still going. Being chased by Kissinger. Not able to get it. Teague Hoover chasing him now. Going to get to the goal line. No per se. Going to step out of bounds at the four-yard line. Gavin Garcia on the run that time. Showing his quickness. Takes it to the Seals. Grove four-yard line. That was, a, that was just a simple speed sweep to the left. Uh, Garcia went in motion prior to the snap. Uh, got the ball on a run from the quarterback when he turned around for center, and we just didn't contain that on our right side of our defense. And uh, he got some good yards. The offensive line doing a nice job to seal that right side of that seal's defense. As Garcia is able to take it to the four-yard line. Lone back in the backfield this time is Rottermall. Garcia goes in motion. He's going to get the handle, trying to get to the pylon. He's going to get into the end zone touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And that was a speed sweep the other way, speed sweep to the right. And once again, uh, Gage Garcia that time had the ball, and he was able to, to break contain. Uh, and, uh, man, if, if they if they break contain, we're in trouble. He the gets his second touchdown of the night for the Southern Columbia Tigers and his sixth on the season. And we are at 234 in the first quarter. As Halp will attempt the extra point here on the hold is number 18, and that's Witkowski. Looking for the good snap here, gets one, put down, and it's a line drive, splits the upright, and it's good. Well, Sean Southern Columbia Tigers using great field position to get things underway here, take the ball down, three straight touchdowns. They lead 21 nothing with 2.34 to go in the opening quarter about some updated scores and other games going on around the Valley. You got a pat on the Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard on WKOK first quarter. Loyal Sock leads 
Chickalemi 13 to nothing on 100.9 the Valley Mount Carmel with the early league 6 nothing over Lewisburg. Also across the valley first quarter scores Danville 7 Warrior Run 6 Montgomery 7 Wellsboro 6 Nativity BVM 14 Columbia Montour Votech nothing Central Mountain leading Shimokin 7 to nothing Central Columbia 13 nothing over Lee Heighton and Jersey Shore up 6 nothing over Montoursville. Scoreboard updates all night long at eagle107.com back to Pat and Dave. Thank you, Sean. Updated scores going on around the Valley. We'll keep an eye on all. Also, our Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week. It's a 2-0. Jersey Shore Bulldogs in the 2-0 Montoursville Warriors. Well, Gage Garcia gets his second touchdown of the night, finishing a three-play 36-yard drive. Just took a minute to get it into the end zone. The extra point good. 21-0 lead at this point for the Southern Columbia Tigers. We have some break in the action here. Probably a record-setting touchdown as Gage Garcia goes to the sidelines and gives the football to family, gets an ovation from the Southern Columbia Tigers. So we had a break in the action here. But again, a touchdown by Gage Garcia, his second of the night. That's the Seals Grow forward at drive summary. As Halp will kick this one away again. It's going to go straight between the hash to Nyland at the 15. He's at the 20. He's got some room up the right sideline. Going to be knocked out of bounds by the quarterback slash kickoff cover guy, Zekman. And you see why he's on special teams coverage as he finished off the good run back by Nylon as it'll take it out to the Seals Grove 40-yard line, their best field possession of the night. That was a good return. That was just a, a wall right. Uh, all of our guys just turned everybody to the left. And, and I'll tell you what, Nylon did a great job. He avoided a few guys and got up to the 40-yard line. So it's a first down and 10 for the Sealens Grove Seals. Metzger tight end will split on, or he'll be on the right side this time. Danny Schock in a shotgun formation with Kantz on the left. Dropping back a shot, throwing it deep down the left sideline, overthrows his intended receiver. Defended well out there, nicely by the Southern Columbia Tigers. Number 10, Jake Davis, the 5'9", 160-pound junior on the coverage on the senior Christian Kantz. And uh, our quarterback got a pretty good pop when he threw that ball, but he uh, he got it off. Unable to make that connection to Kantz. Kantz will split far to the left. Nylon on the right. Fleming defending Nylon on the right. Blitz being shown by the Southern Columbia Tigers off the right side. They come. Danny Schott gets rid of it. It's going to be intercepted by Jake Davis. Yep. He stepped in front of Christian Kantz, read that perfectly, and makes the pick. You know, the Southern Columbia, the, uh, the cornerbacks always, they've done that for a lot of years. They'll they'll hang back, and, and they'll bait you, they'll bait the throw, and then they'll jump the throw. We ran um, a slant on the outside, and they love to step in front of that slant receiver. I've seen that for years out of Southern Columbia. They take advantage of that and get the pick. Second pick of the season for Danny Schock. Personnel. Confusion there by the Seals Grove Seals. Looks like they get everybody into the game now. Fleming split to the left. Pitch, this is going to go to Gage Garcia. He's face mask on Brandon Heil, was attempting to make the tackle. But it's going to be a short pickup that time for the Southern Columbia Tigers. One rule that's got to change, and I don't understand it, you can't face mask as a defender. There's, you no. can't put your hand anywhere near. No. But I've seen it multiple times, and I saw it in film and throughout that the offensive guy can put his hand right up into the face mask and actually push back, and I don't see flags on that. 
they're as vulnerable as the runner, as the defender is. The running back can protect himself with the hand as long as he doesn't grasp the face mask. And I don't think they should be able to touch the face mask, to tell you the truth. Heads are still being knocked around as it did on that run there by Garcia. Zekman rolling to his right, under some pressure, still looking, gets rid of it. Scott Flemmy makes the catch, quickly tackled by Teague Hoover at the 32-yard line. That's going to be enough for a first down for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Tell you what, though, Teague Hoover finished that that play. He finished it. He put a hit on 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 uh, the receiver. He, it was a great job. I think Flemmy is going to know that uh, he's around. It's good to see him active, involved, safety, sophomore safety for the Seals Grove Seals. Teague Hoover, 5'10", 150 pounds, able to get to Julian Fleming, 6'3", 210 pounds. So it was a good, sure tackle. Fleming's going to split to the right this time. He's got Brett Four on him. Teague Hoover is going to move that way as well. This is going to go to the fullback. It'll go down quickly. That was a trap blown up by Trey Bainey. Great job. They tried to pull a guard right to left. Fullback is supposed to step right in behind that, that pulling guard. And Trey Bainey blew it up. Great job. Able to get to him that time, and we know what that can do. If you can get guys in the backfield and disrupt things, and as you mentioned, Bainey did that on the as the right tackle defensively for Sealands Grove, the left tackle for Sealands Grove. It is number 62 is into the game. Damian Catherman. Catherman is going to be asked a lot of him as well. Second down and 11 for the Tigers. Gage Garcia goes in motion, fakes the Garcia, stepping up as Zekman. He's going to throw it deep to... Fleming is going to be intercepted by Teague Hoover. That was a beautiful thing. The ball, we had pressure on the quarterback. He threw a high ball to Fleming, thinking Fleming was going to be able to get up over top of Teague Hoover and get it. And Hoover stepped in front and went up and took the ball. Wonderful job by Teague Hoover. Teague Hoover gets the interception, and it's in the end zone, so it'll put the ball out at the 20-yard line. So with 20 seconds to go here in the first quarter, Seals Grove go back to the offensive side, trailing 21-0 to the Southern Columbia Tigers. What a gutsy pick by Teague Hoover. I could not be more proud of that young man. Typical Hoover. (laughs) Gutsy kid. I love him. See if we can ride momentum here to see if we can pick up a couple first downs here. Danny Schock under center takes the snap. Five-step drop. Getting some pressure. Going to throw a screen. Nothing there. Well defended that time. Nate Kroll, 5'10", 185-pound senior, all over that one for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Yeah, we just didn't handle their their defensive end quickly or hard long enough. He got in there and and did a good job. He got in Danny's face, and Danny just had no chance to get a throw off. It stops the clock. With 16 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Shotgun again with trips to the left for Seals Grove. Low snap to shock. Picks it up. It's under heavy pressure. Rolling to his right. Going to get rid of it. And nobody there. He just threw it away. He was being chased down from behind. That time, number 73, that's Shankweller. We've already talked about him a few times, and he was chasing shock from behind. That's a 310 kid, 300-pound, 10-pound kid, excuse me who is running almost step for step with our quarterback. That's pretty amazing. And forcing him to have to throw it away. Third down and 10 for the Seals Grove Seals. 10 seconds to go in the opening quarter. Wide receivers to each side. Shot drops back under heavy pressure again. Slant, it's going to be intercepted again. Davis jumped it again. He went up for it, got knocked down. 
Looks like he got his wind knocked out of him as he remains down on the field, but he made a great break on it to get his second pick of the night. Yeah, he fell flat on his back. That, that's a wind shot. Yep. I, I'll tell you what, that was that slant again. He jumped the slant. If, if we run a slant and go, it's going to be, they're sitting ducks for that. Danny Shock throws his second pick of the night, and it's Jake Davis who has gotten them both. Saturday night, the Nittany Lions host Buffalo. It's a night game. The tailgate show with Steve Jones, Jack Cam, Roger Corey starts at 6 with a kickoff at 7.30 on News Radio 1070 WKOK, WKOK.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Also, Sunday night, the Pittsburgh Steelers open their season at 100.9 the Valley as they travel to meet the New England Patriots. Pre-game show at 6.20, the kickoff 8.20 on 100.9 the Valley as the injured player gets to his feet and he'll go to the sidelines, but... Jake Davis makes his second pick of the night and never say anything's easy, but he made that pick look as easy as the first one, just stepping in front of the intended receiver. He did. He jumped the slant again, did a great job. Yeah, if, if we could uh, if we could if we could turn off field, run a slant and go or something like that, but who knows? I'm not a coach anymore. We'll see if they can do make some adjustments, as you're saying though. Tight formation, Fleming to the right. Dropping back, giving it to Gavin Garcia. Grabbed around the feet and slammed to the turf. Metzger and Almit. Also number 64, Vance Metzger, all in on the stop. So a nice play at the end of the first quarter. Ryan Almond found a, a window there. It was just a he, he was into the backfield before the, the southern running back could even get started. That was a great job by Ryan. And it's a good way to end the first quarter. So let's step aside. Southern Columbia leading the Seals Grove Seals 21-0. Get ready to move to the second quarter. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and eagle107.com. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new 2019 Jeep Renegade up to $4,500, and we have over 25 to choose from. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Eagle 107. That's not a lot. No, that's nothing. I could have done that. Yeah, yeah. Get ready to move into the second quarter here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Southern Columbia has the ball. Second down and 12 inside the Seals Grove 30-yard line. They lead 21-0. Gage Garcia, two touchdowns on the night, his 130th of his career to match a state record for the Southern Columbia Tiger running back. Zekman drops back, being chased by Oscar Machado. He's got to get rid of it, in and out of the hands of Gavin Garcia. Good job that time by the linebacker, Oscar Machado. Able to chase Zekman. He tried to just flip it to Gavin. If hits the turf, falls incomplete, and it's going to be a third down and long for the Tigers. And that was the old wing tee waggle pass, which means that you got the, the sweep action playing away from it, and the quarterback booted off to the left, and you had drag receivers coming from the right side underneath, and uh, we had pressure. He couldn't do much with it. 
Thanks to Oscar Machado, number 81, from his linebacker position. Big third down play here for the Tigers, leading 21-0 over the Seals. Ekman drops back. Look, it gets the pressure. Got to take off and run, and you know he's capable of doing this. Gets away from a defender. Big block by Max Tillett. He's going to get to the goal line and a touchdown and a flag on the play. Is that one of those defenseless-type blocks that you talked about back to the Lewisburg game? I think it may have been. I missed it, but uh, it may have been. We'll see what they call. If he led with his shoulder to the helmet area, and that would be the only thing that would bring this one back as Max Tillett went to Brandon Heil and made the block right about the 15-yard line. But now look at that body language here. It looks like maybe Zekman's touchdown run there could come back as officials continue to chit-chat. Looking at some numbers from the first quarter. Seals Grove minus 15 yards, no first downs. Danny... Chuck, 0 for 7 for minus 9 yards. Fleming, 5 catches, 89 yep. yards. Remember, he came in tonight with 9 catches for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And as Dave's been talking about, they're definitely eyeing him up here tonight. He already has 5 catches for 89 yards. Gage Garcia, 7 carries, 36 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Southern Columbia Tigers in that first quarter, 148 yards of offense, leading 21-0. And that is a penalty that will go against the Southern Columbia yeah, Tigers. Illegal block on a defenseless player. And it's a spot foul, so it will only be a, really a loss of maybe one, two yards, and that's going to be it. But it t- brings back a touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Zekman drops back again. He's got plenty of time. Going to get rid of it. Gets it to Fleming. Fleming being chased by a defender. Spins, and a host of Seals Grove red shirts going to take him down right at the line of scrimmage. Fleming, zero yards after the catch. He was hit by five Seals. Didn't go anywhere. They're still out there at the fourth and about 12. Great job by the Seals defense. They have not attempted a field goal all season, and they don't look like they're going to do it here. Now, remember a week ago when Seals Grove defense had Jersey Shore and a lot of Fourth and long, third and long. Jersey Shore Bulldogs were able to get some separation and make big plays. See if they could come up with a big play here to stop the Southern Columbia Tigers. And it would be a nice momentum boost to start the second quarter here. Fourth down and long. Zekman under center. Gives it to Gavin Garcia. Off to the left side. Making a move. Going past Brandon Heil. Still going to the 10. And finally finished off inside the 10. Down to the 8-yard line. And that's going to be a first down for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Once again, that was a speed sweep by Garcia. Same thing that he he and his brother both ran earlier to get the score. he got good yards. Once again, we, we it, it happens too fast for us to get our contain guys upfield to contain that. We've got to see that coming, and we've got to get our contain man upfield and turn that back into our, our pursuit. Makai Showers comes into the game for Oscar Macharo. We're going to have a official take a timeout here. Able to remind you that Sunday the Philadelphia Eagles play on Eagle 107. The Eagles host the Washington Redskins pregame show at noon with Merrill Reese, Mike Quick on the call, 1 o'clock on Eagle 107. As official comes over, chit-chatting with head coach Derek Hicks. Derek Hicks seems comfortable with what the conversation was related to. It's what, first and seven. First and goal from the seven, from the eight. Spot it right at the eight-yard line, as you said. So Southern Columbia Tigers looking to add to their 21-0 lead with 10.38 to go here in the first half. They break out of the huddle. Fleming will go to the right along with Gavin Garcia. And Gage Garcia will be on the left. Both in wing back position. 
Rodermont alone back in the backfield. Zekman drops back to pass. Look it. He's got some time. Got to throw a jump ball out there to Fleming. He's going to make the catch, but was he in? No. They're going to say he was out of bounds. The official tells him he's out of, out of bounds. Fleming wants to have a discussion, but fortunately the ref just walked away from him and said, I made a call. Deal with it. Let's go play another play. That was good defense by our guys. They, uh, the, the ball was up in the air, and they basically forced Fleming out the back of the end zone and, and got, got in front of him to get that ball. But uh, Fleming came up with it. He reached over top, but they had forced him out. It's good Sometimes. job by the Seals. Sometimes I worry about the body language from Julian Fleming. I know he gets a little frustrated with his quarterback. He's used to Stone Hollenbach, who's a much better quarterback than Zekman. Zekman is an athlete, and he's a good athlete trying to mold himself into a quarterback. Second down, a goal to go from the eight. Quick slant. This time to Fleming. He's at the goal line. This time it's a touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. He was able to beat Teague Hoover on the slant. Yeah. And we, uh, what we had to do is we would have had to have gotten a, a linebacker in front of him to, to cut that slant off. It was a very, very narrow, shallow slant. Linebacker's got to see that and drop on his, in, in, in his pass drop and, and collision that slant. But it's tough in a goal line situation. The extra point up and good for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And as we move to 10-11 to go here in the first half, they increase their lead to 28-0. Over the Sealands Grove Seals. Often I'd say, you know, in terms of intensity and approach, and, you know, last week was disappointing in a lot of ways with not going up to Jersey Shore and playing much better, but I can ensure you that the intensity and what they've done here tonight against obviously a much better team, I think that outcome last week could have been much different for the Sealands Grove Seals. So from that standpoint, I like how the intensity they brought out. I, I do like how they're getting to the ball and trying to make plays. And, and that's the, the type of intensity that has to carry throughout the rest of the season. Pat, there's no question. I, I know it's 28 nothing. It's, it's kind of tough to say these kinds of things, but we're, we're playing better now than we played last week against Southern Columbia. Are we playing great? No, we're not playing great. They're beating us 28 nothing. But on the other hand, we have a chip on our shoulder. The kids are going to the ball. They're flying, and, and they're playing with intensity. See if we can do something offensively as Hollenbach on the return. Grabbed by the shoulder pad, spins. They're going to say he was down about the 24-yard line. Zekman, no, that was Lynn that time, the first guy down trying to get to Hollenbach. Hollenbach was able to spin away from him, but then the cover team was there. So it's going to be a first down and 10 for the Seals Grove Seals at their own 24-yard line, trailing 28-0 following a seven-play drive, covering 27 yards, took a minute and 54 seconds. As Zekman was able to find Fleming for his first touchdown of the season from eight yards out. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Shotgun formation for Danny. Looking to get some time here. Low snap, though. And it's going to go to Hollenbach, and he's not going to beat guys around the edge that time. On the stop that time with Koski, able to get to him, take him to the turf. Loss on the play. Also, Crow on the stop, loss of about five, so it's going to be second down and 15. Yeah, the defensive line just counted. They dominated the line of scrimmage on that play. They got into the backfield and <clears throat> got to the running back before we had a shot. So they're going to play behind the chains again here are the Seals. Five receivers to each side. Danny looking over the defense. Low snap once again. Going to give it to Hollenbach. Met in the backfield and a host of white shirts. Going to finish in a off. Max Tillett in on the stop, but also give credit to number 79 for the Southern Columbia Tigers, and that's Dyer Stein. 
that was a trap we tried to run there, and, and they just got penetration to our backfield. Linebackers played it well. So that quickly, it's a third down and long. Third down and 15, nine minutes to go here in the opening half with Southern leading 28-0. Southern trying to improve to 3-0. Seals Grove trying to bounce back from a loss a week ago. Nine seconds on the play clock. Danny drops back. Going to be pushed out to the side and is going to throw it, trying to get it to his receiver, to Metzger, the tight end, unable to get it there. Metzger is going to have to climb off the turf and go out and punt this one away as Seals Grove stopped on that third down and long. You know, our pass protection was actually there that time. We max protected. We kept the running backs in to protect Danny, and and we had three receivers out on patterns. Danny ran out of the pocket. I I think he should have hung there a little bit longer. I think he would have had a little more time, but I understand being a little... uh, a little leery about what's been happening there tonight. But I think that was an improvement. I think that our, our line and, and our backs did a better job protecting in that time. And Metzger will look to punt this one away. Been very active already here tonight for the Seals special teams. Gets this one away. It's a line drive kick. It's going to bounce and make a huge roll in Seals Grove's favor. It's going to roll to the 36-yard line in Southern Territory. Southern will take over first down and 10 at their own 36-yard line. They're up 30, excuse me, 28 to nothing. I want to remind you at halftime, we're going to check in with Brett Byler. He was the head coach of the 2019 state championship baseball team here at Seals Grove. So I'm going to have in my presence two state champion head coaches, one for the baseball team and Brett Byler and also, of course, Coach Dave Hess, the 2009 state championship team of the Seals Grove Seals here in the booth. So we're going to check in with him and see how life's been after winning a state championship on the diamond. This is going to go to Gage Garcia. Plenty of room. Still going. Shakes a defender at midfield. Up the left sideline. Showing his speed now. Trying to outrun two defenders as he gets to the 10, to the 5, and he's going to walk into the end zone. But there's a flag all the way back at the line of scrimmage. We'll have to see what the officials chit-chat here and they're going to say it's a penalty against the Southern Columbia Tigers to take away a long touchdown run by the senior running back, Gage Garcia. Initial indication is hold. Let's see where the holding came and see how they'll walk this one off. So both red shirts and white shirts have to come all the way from the goal line all the way back into Southern territory as they're going to walk off this penalty against the Southern Columbia Tigers. Ten yards. Primetime NFL games are back on WKOK. Sunday night football features the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots starting at 7.30. See the full broadcast schedule online at WKOK.com. We get a next chance. We're going to send it to Sean. We also look for Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. And the Southern Columbia Tigers with three touchdowns in that first quarter. Any number of them can be considered candidate for the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Coming back the other way, the Fleming touchdown catch. So those are candidates for the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker. Play of the game. Ball hits the turf. Going to be picked up by Metzger, and he's going to be blown out of bounds. And if we get Rodemall doing the extra push again, Rodemall tackled Metzger as he's getting off. He two-hands shoves him while he's laying on the ground. I saw that on film all week long. The kid continues to do it. Someone's got to throw a flag. But bottom line, it's a huge hit on Fleming to force the fumble. That was a well-set bubble screen to Fleming just behind the line of scrimmage. He caught the ball, and Teague Hoover absolutely flattened him. And and the ball came out. He caused the fumble. We got the ball. 
We have the ball down on what, about the 15-yard line now. Amazing play by Teague Hoover. Sorry. First down and 10, positive position here for the Seals Grove offense. Almond goes in motion from left to right. Long count, turn, give it to Schoen. He's going to shake two defenders. Splitting out to the left. He's chased from behind, going to run over a defender. gets down to the 15-yard line. So a would-be loss on the play, athletic play by Nate Schoen, able to take it to close to the 10-yard line. But there's a man down on the field. Is that Christian Kantz on the far side trying to make the block over there to try to spring? Nate Schoen, there is a man down on the field. Nate Schoen made something out of nothing there. We ran we ran a power fullback blast, blast on to the right side. It was stuffed. He just completely reversed field and outran everybody. He got a five-yard gain. He should have had a five-yard loss. He made it a five-yard gain. Great job by Nate Schoen. I always talk to Murphy about as being an athlete and composure and keeping yourself together because as soon as you lose that composure, you lose focus, and you don't stay within yourself. Our kids here on the near side yelling Fleming overrated, which is, you know, not, not the case. We all know that. Yeah. But he can't compose himself. He's pointing to the scoreboard. He's going to Ohio State and play in front of 100,000 people, 110,000 people. He better be able to block things out if he can't handle Seals Grove student body yelling to him overrated he's getting in, into the chatter stuff yeah. and that's just a big mistake for anybody to do especially a guy that's going to Ohio State no. you don't need to chatter with a bunch of high school kids I mean it's for a kid like that it's all done on the field yeah, and, you, and you don't have to do anything and, he, he, and I he, love the fact that we were able to he heard it which is amazing that he heard yeah. you know 50 kids yelling overrated and it was impactful enough that he pointed to the scoreboard yeah but he doesn't have anything to prove Metzger goes in motion after Kantz comes off the field, Schoen's going to be hit this time in the backfield. Crawl is going to get to him back to the 11-yard line, loss on the play. And one thing Southern does a great job over the years, boy, they get a lot of hats around the ball. Shane, uh, Schoen never had a chance that time. Loss on the play. It's going to be a third down here. They are in rule range. That's Kyle Rule, who's kicked. He kicked a 35-yard field goal a year ago and a 33-yard field goal, so he's capable of kicking it from this distance that they need it. Third down and eight. 7.20 to go in the opening half. Southern leading 28-0. Shotgun, shotgun formation. Rolling to his right under heavy pressure. Still going. Gets rid of it. Looking for Nyland, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds after he got rid of it, so it's going to be a fourth down and see what Seals Grove does here if they try to put points on the board. Brett Four is going to jog out there. Rothamall as well. To see if they're going to kick a field goal here. Haven't seen number 32 jog out there, has he? No, I haven't seen him. Still yes, haven't seen him. Yeah, there he is there. now. Okay. There, yep. hey, Brett Four is the holder. They're going to spot it down at the 22-yard line, so definitely in roll range. Fogarty is a snapper. See if they can boot this one through. Brett Four is going to hold it here. We're going to have a timeout taken. It's going to be taken by the Seals Grove Seals as they get ready to attempt the field goal here and trying to turn a turnover into points. Again, at halftime, stick around. We're going to check in with Brett Byler, head coach of the Seals Grove Seals baseball team. This summer, they won the 2019 state championship game. It was a beautiful day up at State College, and they came away with the win as they beat Beaver. And again, that's the head coach, Brett Byler, going to check in. And Dave, you know all too well what it's like to walk all the fields as a state champion. And when we checked in with Brett last week, talk or two weeks ago, 
Still had the gold around his neck and uh, still smiling. Did he really? He was wearing the gold medal? <laughs> well, there would be an honor that night, so he did have it on there. But oh, when, I, when I said, look at that smile, he said it, it hasn't gone away since uh, he, since they walked off the field. Well, you know, he reached the pinnacle in, in high school baseball, and that's terrific. I'm happy for him. And his kids are great kids. Following a timeout, Kyle Rule will attempt the field goal here from 32 yards out off the Brett Four hold. High snap, kick is up, and it's going to be blocked at the line of scrimmage, and the ball's live. The ball is live. Julian Fleming's going to pick it up. Makes a man miss at the 22-yard line. Up the right sideline, and he's going to take it in. Barking at the Sealands Grove Seals going down the sidelines. It was not an extra point. It was a field goal that was blocked. Julian Fleming walked over in, uh, you know, incognito-like, just standing over the ball, waiting for people to kind of settle down. He picked it up, took it in for a touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. You got to give Fleming credit. That was a heads-up play on his part. And, and I'll give him every credit he wants. I mean, because yeah. he is unbelievable, Absolutely. and he showed that speed up that right sideline. Oh Metzger gosh. tried to chase him down, and it wasn't going to happen. But it goes from what we're hoping to be a 32-yard field goal into a touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers with 6:48 to go here in the first half. Well, Seals can't make that mistake anymore. Yeah, a, a, a missed field goal is the same as a punt. It's a live ball. As Fleming gets his second touchdown of the night, first one from eight yards out, this one on a blocked field goal as Halp will attempt the extra point. This kick is up, and he's able to split the upright, and it's good. All Southern Columbia Tigers here in the first half, but we're going to step aside, send it to Sean, update on other scores, maybe get an update on our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week, Sean. What do you got for us? All right, guys. Thanks. Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard on News Radio 1070 WKOK tonight. Second quarter, Loyal Sox shutting out Shikalemi 13 to nothing. On 100.9, the Valley Battle of Field Goals in the Silver Bowl. Mount Carmel did score their first touchdown tonight in the second. They lead Lewisburg 15 to 3. Also in the second, Mifflinburg shutting out Milton 14 0. Danville 14, Warrior Run 6. Wellsboro 28, Montgomery 14. Berwick up over Williamsport 14 to 3. Hughesville and South Williamsport. Quarter tied 7-7. Central Mountain continues to lead Shemokin 7-0 in the second. And Montoursville has taken the lead over Jersey Shore 14-12. Scoreboard updates all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Pat and Dave. So again, trying to build on some excitement. They had a turnover uh, after T. Hoover hit Fleming. We had a chance for a 32-yard field goal. And boy, when you talk about Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker plays of the game. A 76-yard return by Fleming after the blocked field goal. Hollenbach gets the call off the left side. Shakes off a defender. Still going up the left sideline. Running hard and finally bounced out of bounds beyond the 35-yard line. Give credit to the senior return man, Hollenbach, as he's able to run over a would-be tackle. And, boy, gives Seals Grove great field position, not hanging his head. That was a great run by Dean. He got hit hard. He actually put a hand down partway through that run to keep himself on his feet, regained his balance, and got another six, eight yards. Great job by Dean. I, I'm telling I like the effort tonight. So the Southern Columbia Tigers go up 35-0 on the block field goal return by Fleming, covering 76 yards. That's the Sealands Grove Ford drive summary. Shock under center. Blitz coming by the Southern Columbia Tigers. Shock turns, give it to Schoen, straight up the middle, a little off to the left, trying to follow behind a Trey Bainey block. He's going to get maybe a yard, and that's going to be it. Second down and long for the Seals Grove Seals, 6.25 to go in the opening half. And the Southern Columbia Tigers leading 35-0 over the Seals. That was just a lead left for about a yard, second and nine. 
As the offense getting a call from the sideline, sending wide receivers to each side. Two backs in the backfield. That's Ryan Allman and Nate Schoen. They'll be flanked to each side of Shock in the shotgun formation with a tight end Metzger on the right. Going to give it to Schoen again. Dragon defenders going to get a couple, maybe two. It'll be stopped there in on the stop for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Good job working through with Shank Weller along with fellow teammate. Short gain, third down and long as Seals Grove's going to quickly get up to the line of scrimmage. 5.40 to go in the opening half. Halftime, we'll get updated stats from our stat man, Zach Shower. Check in with scores with Sean Carey and check in with baseball head coach Brett Filer. All at halftime, so stick around here on Eagle 107. Shock's going to roll to his right under heavy pressure, and he's going to go down. Uh, we were there. That was a sprint, a sprint out pass to the right. We had the block on the edge. We, we've got to block that man on the edge coming, and, and, and he broke He broke through. He, he, he shed the block, and he got pressure on Danny immediately. Forcing a punting situation as Metzger will drop back to punt this one away. Julian Fleming standing at his own 40-yard line. 4.50 to go in the opening quarter. 35-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Metzger gets the snap and gets it away. It's going to go away from Fleming, bounce, and get a Southern Columbia roll as it's going to be stopped there by Meckley at the 43-yard line. Southern Columbia will take over there, first down and 10. And I know if people are listening, Dave, and you and I have been talking about it, it's 35-0, we recognize that. But we watched what happened last week against the Jersey Shore team, and nothing against Jersey Shore. They played well, and they did everything they needed to last week to get the 36-0 win. But we see a different level of energy. We see a different level of tackling. We see a different level of all-around play by the Seals Grove Seals, and that's the positive we're trying to take away from this as we continue throughout the season. Blitz coming. It's going to go to Gavin Garcia. Squirming his way through a defender. Still going. Gets a block out ahead of him by Fleming. He's still going. He's trapped there at the 40-yard line, and they will still work it to the 35-yard line. As finally, the whistles will blow there as Gavin Garcia is able to take it to Seals Grove territory. Down to about the 40, excuse me, the 36-yard line as Fleming continues to chirp. Huge difference between that play and what we saw last week, Pat. Ev, all 11 jerseys were around that ball carrier at the end of the run. That was a tough run by Garcia. All 11 jerseys were there. Our guys flew to that football. Last week, we didn't get that. And I that, like it. I that, like what I'm seeing. That's improvement. And that's against a very difficult runner in Gavin Garcia. This is one of the best teams in the country. There's no question about it. And it's going to go to Garcia again, off the right this time. Able to wiggle his way for a first down and finally taken down. Is that Hoover making the stop on the far side? Coming up from his safety position, trying to, yes, it is. So he came up and was able to make the stop. But, again, Gavin Garcia has shown his quickness to get to the edge, and that's where he lives, and, and that's gotta, where he's most effective. I got to tell you, uh, Fleming, Julian Fleming had a devastating block on our cornerback out there, and that's what sprung him for the yards. He loves the block. That was that was pretty impressive to see a receiver block like that. He's a dominant blocker to go along with everything else he does. He's to the left this time. Two backs in the backfield. Zekman's going to give it to Gage Garcia. Follow a wall of blockers in front of him. Still going. Bounces off a tackle. and It's going to be finally knocked out of bounds. we got Schaefer's helmet came off. He's going to have to come to the sidelines, but it's another first down for the Southern Columbia Tigers. 
11.53 to go here in the first half with Southern leading 35-0. The latest touchdown came on a 76-yard touchdown return for a blocked field goal by Julian Fleming, and that's where we stand, 35-0 as the Southern Columbia Tigers look to add to it here. First down and 10 inside Sealand's Grove's 15-yard line. They can get a first down inside of the five if they need it. Zekman under center, pitches to Gage Garcia, makes a man miss at the line of scrimmage. Goes away from an angle from Brett Ford. Ford got off the turf, able to get to him and go down, and got some help from a linebacker. Once again, we had a good defensive play there because there was a guard pulled on the outside edge. Our outside backer attacked that guard deep into the backfield and as far toward the center as he could. And our guys were able to, Gage Garcia had to had try to bounce that to the outside, and our defense just ran ran to the ball and got there. Man comes off the field. That's Catherman. He will come off and be checked by the medical staff here on the near side. 3.15 to go here in the first half. As Southern Columbia walks up to the line of scrimmage, tight formation, Fleming split to the left. Brett Ford defending him. Fumble snap, but there's going to be a flag thrown before we get this one underway. Officials will chit-chat about this one and give us the call. Looking up here now, it's going to be a delay a game, and that's going to go against the Southern Columbia Tigers. That's that's unusual for Southern to make a mistake like that. Well, we have the new 40-second rule this year. Yeah, you were talking about yeah, that last yeah, week. As soon as they spot it down. Yeah, you don't. You, they don't chop it in anymore. They they put the ball down when the when the play ends, and it's 40 seconds to get the ball out. And the play clock's at. 10 now second down and long for the southern columbia tigers lead 35 nothing some jumping going on up front they got him on a hard count this is sealens grove football presented by sealens grove ford on eagle 107 wegh northumberland sealens grove so they're going to walk this one off against the sealens grove seals 303 to go here in the first half 35-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. They're in business here, just outside of the 10-yard line, about the 13-yard line. Montoursville leading Jersey Shore 28-12. Updated score there. This is going to go to Rodermall, and he's going to bull his way into the end zone. Touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That was just a belly. Good old wing tee belly through the left side B-gap. Guard tackle gap led by the tailback. It was just a right up the middle. Like you called it, Dave, and really not much there. And by the time our guys got there, boy, it just bowled them over and took them into the end zone. So the Southern Columbia Tigers add to it, sending Ethan Halp out to attempt the extra point here. It's up, and it splits upright, and it's good. Dave, as we're talking about again, and as we see there, Montoursville leading at Jersey Shore in their ball game pretty handily at this point as I just get an updated score from Sean Carey. They say that one's a 28-12 to 12 in the second quarter, and that's a that's a good win for, or if they can continue this one, that would look good for the Seals Grove Seals again because their goal now is to try to get past this one, get things on track, and try to work with another opportunity. And you talked to Derek about that. Absolutely. Take another shot at Jersey Shore. Get another shot at Jersey Shore. And you say Montoursville's leading that game. 28-12. to 12. I think that my, a couple things are happening there. Number one, Jersey Shore uh, spent an emotional high last week, and it's hard to get back up to the level of the fever pitch that they were at two weeks in a row. Number one. Number two, 
they could give us a shot at the league title again. If if Montoursville knocks them off and we beat Montoursville, who knows? We may be in for a share of the title. So we'll keep an eye on that one as it's part of our Blaze Alexander Four Tough Game of the Week where it's worth the drive to Route 45. Again, Montoursville leading the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Hollenbach will take it at his own five, up the right sideline, crosses the 20, and will go down there at the 23-yard line as number 32. Chirp it again, extra stuff, extracurricular stuff. He continues to do that, and then he won't stop until somebody throws a flag on it as he gets up and stares Hollenbach down and has some extra words for him. 12-yard touchdown run by Rodermall. Completes a five-play drive covering 57 yards. The extra point good. And the George, or the uh, Southern Columbia Tigers now lead 42-0 over the Seals Grove Seals with 2.53 to go here in the opening half. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Pitch this time goes to Hollenbach, trying to get to the edge. Squeezes through a would-be tackle to take it beyond the 25-yard line. See the market about the 26-yard line, so a good burst that time by Hollenbach to get positive yards. That was a good-looking play. That was a fullback blast. Fullback led the tailback on the edge. Uh, we had a real nice block on the outside from Nyland. It was a, a crackback block onto uh, Southern Columbia's outside linebacker. Gets a good positive play there. So it's second down here. Second down and seven for the Seals. Long count by Schock. Eye formation behind him. Takes the snap. It's going to give it to Hollenbach. He's going to be hit in the backfield. Hosts of defenders all over him. Nothing there. Loss on the play of a couple. It's now going to be a third down and long. Coming up two minutes to go here in the first half with Southern Columbia Tigers leading 42 nothing. Over the Seals Grove Seals. That's so third and about eight, right? We'll call it a third down and eight as you call it, Dave. 20 seconds on the play clock as Seals Grove looking to the sidelines to get the last-minute calls from offensive coordinator Ferraro. Sends wide receivers to each side. High formation again behind Shock. Tight end is split to the left. Turn. Give it to the deep man, Hollenbach, and he's going to go down. Max Tillett. In on the stop that time for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Nothing there for Hollenbach. He'll go down, and it's going to force a fourth down in 10 and a punting situation for the Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove pull a tackle. I think they were trying to run a counter on the inside, but there's too much penetration. Metzger will punt this one away after that play was blown up at the line of scrimmage. Like you said, too much penetration, nothing there, and Dean went down quickly. Schaefer will snap this to Metzger. Fleming standing inside of his own 50 at the 47-yard line. As the ball rolls back to Metzger, he's going to get it away. Fleming calls for a fair catch at the 37-yard line. He'll put it down at the 37. And now Fleming is going to play ball keeper, too, moving the ball around. (laughs) I think he's trying to be helpful. (laughs) He was going to pick it up and toss it over to the official, and the official said, just just leave it there on the ground. (laughs) He said, you don't have to do it all. So it'll be a first down and 10 for the Southern Columbia Tigers, leading 42-0 with 41 seconds to go here in the first half. 
Zekman under center, gives it to Gage Garcia. He's got room into the secondary. Still going, dragging the defenders into Seals Grove territory. Inside the 40, down to the 38-yard line goes Gage Garcia. Showing speed, strength that time, dragging defenders. That was sweep right. Right guard kicked out on our defensive end on our left side. And they, uh, Garcia did a nice job getting that ball up inside. We'll continue to run the ball here, you would think, with just 25 seconds to go here in the first half. Fleming splits to the right. Zekman under center takes a snap, gives to Garcia again. Hitting the backfield, he'll go down quickly. Racing through that time, Brandon Heil on the stop, able to take, actually was 32 to make the stop there. Loss on the play, good job by Brandon Heil. And that was a fullback belly right. Tailback, uh, the tailback led through the B gap and uh, got nowhere. And that will end the first half. As the Seals grow Seals, see the Southern Columbia Tigers come in and have a big first half. Southern came in averaging 35 points in the first half alone. Well, they outdo themselves this time. They put up 42 points on the Seals grow Seals and, again, lead here at halftime. Don't go anywhere. After we get updated scores from Sean, we're going to get stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, and check in with Brett Byler, all part of halftime here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders, anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center designed with you in mind. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey fans, how about some food? Fan food. Try the two for four dollars super snack, regular fries, cheeseburger, pretzel sticks, any size soft drink, small sundae, two-piece chicken strips, mix and match any two. And also try the new cinnamon roll shake. Tell the whole stadium, fan food, before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals, go DQ, fan food, not fast food. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury and new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Eagle 107. Seals football on Eagle 107. Eagle107.com. Sean Carey with you in studio. Southern Columbia, the defending state champions in AA, one of the best in the country in their class for a reason. 42-0 as they lead 
Grove. Seawons Grove at the half as we check scores from across the central Susquehanna Valley on our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. Second quarter approaching halftime at Shikolemi Stadium. Home opener tonight for the Braves. Loyal Saki is leading by a score of 13-6. to On 100.9 the Valley, it's been a battle of field goals in the first half in the Silver Bowl. Mount Carmel scoring their first touch a little bit ago as the Red Tornadoes lead Lewisburg as they approach halftime 15-3. to Mifflinburg up 21-0 over Milton. The Wildcats looking to go 3-0 on the young season. Also another undefeated team, Warrior Run. They're also looking to go 3-0, but the defenders are currently down 21-13 to Danville as they approach halftime. Wellsboro cruising past Montgomery in the second, 42-14. At Crispin Field, Berwick is leading Williamsport by a score of 14-3. They have now approached halftime. Uh, they are now at halftime at Warrior Run as Danville is leading the defenders 21-13. Again, that is at halftime. Also at the half at the pit in South Williamsport, the Mounties are leading Hughesville 13-7. Central Mountain leading Shimokin 7-6 as they approach halftime. Also at the half, the Blue Jays, Central Columbia on the road. They're shutting out Lee Height and 19 to nothing. Montoursville, 28 unanswered points. Jersey Shore was up 12-0. Now the Warriors are up 28-12. They are also getting closer to halftime. And a game in the second quarter, uh, one that's already out of hand, Upper Dauphin is leading Millersburg 38-7. And coming up tomorrow afternoon at 2, Springfield Township will take on Midwest. Don't forget on News Radio 1070 tomorrow on WKOK, you got primetime Penn State football as the Nittany Lions go up against Buffalo. Tailgate will start at 6. Steve Jones, Jack Ham, and Matt McGloin will have the call beginning at 7.30 on 10.70 a.m. Up in Connecticut tomorrow afternoon here on Eagle 107, it'll be Sacred Heart entertaining the... Bucknell Bison. Our airtime will be 5.30 with head coach Dave Cicchini. It'll be Doug Birdsong and Kevin Hur with the call and the kickoff beginning at 6. Also here on Eagle 107 Sunday, it's the season opener for the Philadelphia Eagles. Live coverage from the link against Washington begins at noon. Kickoff at 1 with Merrill Reese and Mike Quick here on 107.3. Steelers will begin their 2019 campaign on the road at the defending Super Bowl champions, the New England Patriots. That'll be Sunday night. 620 the airtime and the kick at 820 on 100.9 the Valley. And we have an update in the Mifflinburg game. Mifflinburg is now leading 28 to nothing at halftime. Again, that's 28 nothing. Mifflinburg shutting out Milton. Here on Eagle 107, Southern Columbia, 42-0, leading the Seawans Grove Seals as we check out uh, some of the highlights from the first half. Three and a half minutes into the game, the Tigers. Glide through for the first score. Two tight ends. Three backs in the backfield. Zekman under center. Gives it to Gavin Garcia. He's going to squeeze through off the left side and get into the end zone for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And that was a seven-play, 54-yard drive, a one-yard touchdown run for Gavin Garcia. First it was Gavin, and then Gage got into the act. Tight formation this time. Zekman gives it to Garcia. Pops it off to the right. Close to the goal line, and he's going to get in for the touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. As a three-yard touchdown run for Gage Garcia, capping off a four-play 40-yard drive as the Tigers are up 14 to nothing. Double your pleasure, double your fun, Gage Garcia. Garcia goes in motion. He's going to get the handle, trying to get to the pylon. He's going to get into the end zone touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And that was a four-yard touchdown run for Gage Garcia, the 130th rushing touchdown in his career. That is a Pennsylvania State record. All of that in the first quarter as the 
Tigers were up by a score of 21 to nothing. As we jump ahead to the second quarter, our Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. The Seals were looking to avoid the shutout in the first half, but the Tigers connected on a big splash play. Kyle Rule will attempt the field goal here from 32 yards out off the Brett Four hold. High snap. Kick is up, and it's going to be blocked at the line of scrimmage, and the ball's live. Julian Fleming's going to pick it up, makes a man miss at the 22-yard line, up the right sideline, and he's going to take it in. 76-yard scoop and score for Julian Fleming, part of the scoring in the first half for the Southern Columbia Tigers as they lead Seawans Grove by a score of 42 to nothing. Don't forget, after the game, we'll have our Service Electric Cablevision postgame show and also Sunbury Motors game night scores and highlights from week three across the central Susquehanna Valley. Well, Seawans Grove struck gold earlier this year. The baseball team winning their state championship. We'll talk to baseball coach Brent Byler after the break. He'll be in the box with Pat and Dave. Also will get you stats and also get you set up for the second half at Harold L. Bullig Memorial Field between the Seals and Southern Columbia Tigers. As we continue with Seals game day and Seals football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, track Honey Tag. Your local PennDOT partner can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Track Honey Tag Service. Hummel's Wharf is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers. Driver's license renewals and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Tri-County Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. Welcome back to halftime here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, Zach Shower. Zach is working on the stats. We'll get that here shortly as the Southern Columbia Marching Band entertaining the crowd here. A beautiful night weather-wise, not so much for the Seals Grove Seals. They trail 42-0 here at halftime. But Dave and I have been talking about it. We're seeing a lot more energy and a lot more flying to the ball, which is bodes well as Seals Grove will continue after tonight's game throughout the 2019 season next week, the rivalry game against the Chickalemi Braves. And if things don't change here tonight, they'll look to try to bounce back after two uh, losses in a row. But right now, just at halftime, 42-0, the Southern Columbia Tigers over the Seals Grove Seals. Before we get into Zach's stats here, we're going to check in with the 2019 Baseball State Championship head coach, Brett Byler. Uh, Brett, first of all, thank you for joining us up in here in the booth. And, uh, you know, I'm now standing in, in royalty when it comes to state champions. <laughs> Dave Hess, Brett Byler, um, you know, I'm honored to have an opportunity to check in with you. was able to watch the baseball throughout, you know, the, the playoff run and just very impressed with how they came together. What what point did you feel you had some a team that could compete at that level and be able to take it as far as you guys did? Well, uh, Pat, thank you for uh, having me here tonight. It's an honor to be here, and I'd be here with you and Dave. And uh, at what point? I don't know if I ever had a point there where where I felt secure. Uh, I know through the state the state run, uh, I knew we had to beat four very tough teams, and uh, coming through that state playoff was was certainly a, a task that that is. Uh, not easy for any team. I think once we started focusing on one game at a time, I felt like the players were kind of gelling and the camaraderie was hitting an all-time high. Uh, they really knew what it was like to win and put put some, some uh, put some games together and get some nice wins there for us. Well, I know before we went on 18 years as the head coach of the baseball team, you said, so 
you know, this is, a, as Dave will tell you as well, a building block from year to year to year to year. So, you know, you after 18 years and you get the chance, but, but it must be great for the entire program to be able to win a state championship and be able to look back and see the things that built into a state championship and how other guys put the program at another bar and then finally finish up the state championship. There must be guys that, through the program, are really proud of what you guys did. Well, I think so, too, and uh, I'm real proud of how the community backed us. Uh, there was a lot of support there through through the state run and even the district run uh, leading up to that point. I know uh, my staff this summer was, was commenting to me as we got together, and they said, you know, I see more dads throwing baseballs with their sons than they've ever seen before, and it's kind of uh, – it's kind of awesome to see that you know i see a lot of the the state championship t-shirts it's just a real honor to be a part of that and bring this to this to this community and dave dave and i were talking and, and talking to you before we went on the air and uh, one guy that dave mentioned and is a blaze ziders and you know we watched blaze grow into <laughs> the role he did he did on the football field but then to be able to bring that out on the baseball field and be able to take them out in that state championship game, he's a guy that's going to be hard to replace. But, boy, you must have been a joy, a joy to coach. Oh, absolutely. Blaze Zider is, is a fantastic kid. He's a fantastic leader. He's kind of the, the voice of the team. Uh, just just the way he talks, especially to Ryan Reich, our, our freshman closer. I know he had uh, all the confidence in the world handing the ball off to Ryan and and uh, when Ryan got in a little bit of trouble there in that, that last game, I know Blaze went out there to talk to him. And, you know, I think that probably meant more to Ryan than it did even coming from the head coach. You know, here's the a senior, senior leader. And uh, I think that you can't replace a guy like Blaze Eiders. Well, and, and Dave, you know this too. And, and we talked about it during the week as these kids are trying to bounce back from a tough, tough loss last week. And you're saying it about trying to help out a freshman by showing leadership. And we knew this going into tonight's game and throughout the rest of the season, you're going to need those kind of leaders going into it. Who else was the voice? Who else on the team, as we're talking to Brett Byler, the 2019 state championship head coach of the baseball team, who else was the voice that had to help in those hard times? Well, I don't think we had a ton of voices. We, we had a lot of camaraderie between the guys. I really developed there towards the end of the season. I mean, Blaze is the obvious choice for the voice of the team. Uh, Wyatt Metzger did a nice job behind the plate. He was kind of like the uh, uh, directing the field, and and uh, we left him in charge of, of who's covering second base there the second half of the year on steals and and even moving guys left to right into position. So, you know, Wyatt was a good good voice there. Uh, but as far as other leaders, uh, Logan Heil, another senior who obviously a fantastic pitcher, uh, he did not did not talk a lot, but he led by his actions. And he was always calm and, and never never gave up when there was errors behind him. There was few errors, not very many, but uh, uh, he was always strong there on the mound. Brad, one of the things that, that I saw that, that I think you really need when it comes to winning championships, especially big championships like you see you know, on the state level, is you, you have quality kids. And, and I thought that you just your team was just chock full of great people. Can you speak to that a little bit? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't talk highly enough about our team. Uh, there are so many different personalities there, uh, and it's so one of the challenges of being a coach. But, but when these guys found the, the camaraderie and the chemistry and the sacrifice uh, for each other here down the stretch, uh, it really brought out the, 
the, the magnitude of what we could become. Yeah. And uh, they, they really showed that there. And it's, I'll tell you what, a state championship is a big momentum swing for your program, too. You think you can, you can parlay this momentum into some more good seasons down the road? <laughs> Well, I know that's that's the talk talk of the town. I know as soon as we won that state championship, people were saying, "Well, you had eight eight underclassmen on the field there in that that last game, you know. Well, how about next year?" And I, at that point, I was saying, "No, we're just gonna we're just gonna enjoy this. Step back and, and just yeah. enjoy the and, moment, right? Enjoy that. Yeah, I know and, exactly what you're saying. And but you know what, you did have some some very good underclassmen. Absolutely. And, and again, Absolutely. I'm a big fan of Teague Hoover. I love watching that kid play. He's He's so much fun to watch in football and baseball. Just a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't, I can't say enough about him. I know mm-hmm. it was something. If you watch the game there on PCN, uh, the announcers talked about Teague Hoover and his first first uh, plate appearance. They were saying, boy, it's not not very often you see a freshman uh, in a starting lineup for a state championship game. It's not very often you see a freshman at shortstop. It's not very often you see a freshman at shortstop and all of a sudden, crack, he hits a single. Yes. <laughs> and the announcer was like, oh. Well, that's why. <laughs> well, as Dave could speak to this as well, this this happens because you have good kids, obviously, and you have a good nucleus of coaches as well. The coaches involved in this process with you as you move through this, they had to be a big part of, of the success that you felt as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Pat. Uh, we, we, as a coaching staff, also have many different personalities. Uh, you, you got the more vocal person and Stu Ziders and uh, the more quiet person. Well, Coach Messner gets, gets a little vocal sometimes. <laughs> Uh, and then you got Brian Moore, who's uh, uh, kind of like our hitting guy, and, and he can uh, help a guy out if he's having a little bit of trouble at the plate. And, and Dave Brown, he he a uh, very likable personality, uh, and the kids really enjoy being around him. Um, don't want to miss anybody here. And I know uh, well, our statistician, Jeremy Powell, has been there, and just Kevin Klein and Patrick Kreps. Uh, they all just led to to the one piece that we have here, and that's that's the state championship medal. Uh, and it's not it's something you can never take away, you know, no matter what the situation is. And I remember talking to Dave after the state championship, and he would tell the kids, "It's something you'll remember for the rest of your life." And uh, when you get to be as old as I am, and uh, <laughs> as old as uh, some of us in the room. Um, you still reflect back on it, and it'll be a great moment. You'll talk forever. We're talking to Brett Byler, the 2019 head coach of the state champion baseball team. As I get ready to let you go here, just your final thoughts and something else that you might want to share that, you know, in regard to your team and, and what they were able to accomplish. Well, I just uh, one more time, I just want to thank that thank the community. Uh, every time someone comes up to me, in fact, it just happened tonight. They said, oh, I was at the game. And, you know, I just always say, one of the first things I say to them is thank you for being there. You know, it really means a lot. Or, or they even say, well, I couldn't make the game, but I watched it on TV. So I just want to, you know, thank the community. Uh, we're going to do a best we can that, uh, to maybe get back there someday. Uh, we have a lot of, a lot of talented younger players, and, and uh, we'll do the best we can. We appreciate it. Thank you for coming up, and uh, congrats once again on your state championship team. Thank you. And, thank uh, you. Good luck on carrying the program through uh, into next year. So, again, we appreciate you coming up, and uh, keep up the great work. Awesome. Right. Thank you, Pat. Yep. Thank Brett, you, Brent. It's a real Brett, honor. Brett Byler, the head Good coach of the 2019 state championship baseball team, checking us with us at halftime. Again, along with Coach David Hess, the 2009 state championship football team head coach. So uh, royalty up here in the booth here at halftime. and. Uh, a great moment, and I'm glad I could be a part of it here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Get ready to move into the second half as the Seals Grove Seals trail 42-0 to the Southern Columbia Tigers. Seals Grove will get the ball to start the second half here. Again, trailing 42-0, but, you know, and it, it's it's time to build on some things that we saw in the first half. See what you can do. See what you can learn from 
And right now, that's what Seals Grove is going to attempt to do here, keeping their composure, still playing hard and trying to make plays and see if we can get one on the opening possession here. Brett Ford on the return. He's at the 20, goes around a guy, knocked out of bounds at the 25-yard line. Look like they'll mark it at the 24-yard line. So that's where Southern will take over, or excuse me, Seals Grove will take over first down in 10. Taking a look at the stats from the first half, Southern Columbia Tigers, 12 first downs, 182 yards rushing, 98 through the air, 280 total yards for the Southern Columbia Tigers, four penalties for 35 yards. For the Sealands Grove Seals, no first down, minus 17 through the rush, minus 9 through the pass, so minus 26 total yards for the Sealands Grove Seals in that first half. One penalty, they did throw two interceptions in that first half, did the Sealands Grove Seals. We'll look at individual numbers here given to us by our stat man, Zach Showers, after this second down, or this first down and 10 play for the Seals. Shock takes the snap, rolling to his left. Going to get rid of it, throws it out towards the sidelines, and we catch by Brett Four. Kroll makes the stop on the far side. Maybe a pickup of one, and that's going to be it. Look at individual numbers from that first half. Uh, Shock, one for nine, minus nine yards passing, and then two picks. And the rushing department, Shown six carries for five yards. Hollenbach, five carries for minus six yards. Shown has the lone reception on the night. For the Southern Columbia Tigers, Zekbit, nine for 12, 98 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown went to Fleming, who finished the first half with eight catches for 97 yards and the touchdown reception. Low snap to Shock, rolling out to his right. Look it, got nothing there. He's going to get rid of it. He's looked for Brett Four right here on the sideline, and they're going to call it incomplete. It'll bring up a third down and long. In the rushing department for the Southern Columbia Tigers, Gage Garcia, 10 carries, 73 yards, and two touchdowns. Gavin Garcia, 6 carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Rodermall, 3 carries, and a touchdown. Zekman, 2 carries for 14 yards. That's the stats from the first half. Again, moving here in the second half, Seals Grove trailing 42-0. The opening drive of the second half for either team as Seals Grove will see it third down and long. Shotgun formation for Shock. Two wide receivers split to right to low snap. Quick throw this time, high and an incomplete. Intended that time for Nate Hackenberger, but it falls incomplete, and it's going to be a punting situation for the Sealands Grove Seals. Just a little slant over the middle. Uh, he was well defended by by Southern, but uh, we almost got that. It was not, wasn't a bad throw. <laughs> Julian Fleming was actually the man on tackle. As Metzger will drop back to punt this one away. Fleming will stand at his own 45-yard line. Snaps haven't been good. Metzger takes that one off the turf. Fleming will let it go. It'll bounce at the 40, roll to the 41, maybe the 40-yard line as it go out of bounds in Southern Territory. So it's going to be first down and 10 for the Southern Columbia Tigers. 9.41 to go here. In the third period, 42-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. You know, if, if I'm Seals right now, I'm looking for a win, any kind of win you can get. Let's win this down. Let's win the punt. Let's win the punt return. You, you look for success now. I mean, you, the game's probably out of range, but uh, you can improve as a football team now. See if they can do it here on this defensive play. It goes to Gavin Garcia. He's got the wiggle. As he's at the midfield, still going, steps over defender, makes another guy miss in Nyland, and finally tackled from behind 
by Micaiah Showers down to the 49-yard line. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a sophomore, and he's difficult to tackle. He's impressive, and, and that was a rather impressive uh, wing tee sweep they just ran. Lead guard kicked out on our defensive our defensive or outside linebacker. Backside guard wrapped up on the linebacker. It was a beautifully well-run well, well run play. So it'll be a first down and 10 at the Seals Grove 39-yard line for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Garcia going motion at Gage. He's running behind some big blocks. Grab, tackle, 30-yard line. Teague Hoover in on the stop. Speaking of Teague Hoover, we had a chance to, as you may have heard at halftime there, talking to Brett Byler and you know, he's one of the guys he's most excited about his return, just being a sophomore, uh, is uh, T. Hoover. A great freshman year and uh, looking for great things from uh, his sophomore baseball player as well. He was in on the stop there. Stopped Gage Garcia short of a first down. to be a second down and one. Zekman takes the snap. This time gives to Rodermo. A lot of space between the hats. Still going. He's to the five into the end zone. Touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That was a fullback trap right up the middle. The play before that, they had ran a power to the outside. It was the same backfield action, except this time the fullback got the ball, and it was a beautiful trap block. Touchdown. Uh, Southern Columbia is a well-oiled machine. I want to get enough credit to that offensive line of the Southern Columbia Tigers. Wortman, the center, Quinton and her, the guards, Holiday and Doroski are the tackles. That's Cam Holiday. Following behind, good blocking as Rottermall is able to take it in for the score to push the Southern Columbia lead out to 49 to nothing over the Seals Grove Seals with 8.04 to go here in the third period. Right now, the Seals better worry about getting their center snaps on cue. Uh, uh, most of the snaps have been falling at Danny Shock's feet, and that, well, yeah, that's just a tough way to start a play. Uh, and then we had the same problem on our punt. Uh, the, the punt rolled back, or the snap rolled back. That's fundamental stuff we've got to get straightened up here. And as you're mentioning, that's, that has nothing to do with Southern Columbia. That has no. everything to do with fundamentally yeah. and being technically sound. And like you're saying, that's stuff you got to clean up no matter who you're playing. Now you should be practicing those snaps every day before practice until you, it's just it's second nature. You don't even have to think about it anymore. It's perfect every time. And uh, I'm sure the, the coaches are going to work on that because we have a big game coming up next week. So a three-play drive covering 60 yards. Took a minute and 37 seconds. The extra point by help is good. Pushing a lead to 49-0, following Rottermall's second touchdown of the night, coming at 8.04 to go in the game. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. Out will kick this one away. Back deep will be Nate Schoen and Brett Four standing outside their own five. This kick is going to go in the direction of Schoen at the four. He's at the 10. Makes a strong cut at the 15 to get to the 20, and he'll go down there with Koski on the stop for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Seals Grove will take over deep in their own territory at their own 21, maybe 22-yard line, trailing 49-0 to the Southern Columbia Tigers. That kick return was pretty well blocked. Uh, I think that uh, if, if Nate had gone to the outside, uh, that, that would have gotten some yards. First down and 10. We see new numbers in there, so... Dave and I will take over and start getting you those names of the guys who are checking in for the Seals Grove Seals. First of all, at quarterback will be Nate Heckenberger. He'll start, he'll come in and play the quarterback position as Danny Schock night is over for the Seals Grove Seals. Mm -hmm. 
See Fogarty into the game. He'll play center. Yep. He'll snap it to Hackenberger. Hackenberger will give it to Hahn. Hahn tackled about the 23-yard line. Decent block that time by Rothamall, Aaron Rothamall, to give him a few yards there. Be a short pickup, second down and nine for the Seals. We have Aiden Pryor in on the offensive line. We have Brady Hoot in on the offensive line. I like seeing these young guys get some early action here in this football game. That's going to go a long way for those guys. So second down and nine. You got Almond split far to the right. That's Nate Almond, number 84. Other wide receivers split to the left. Taking it is Hackenberger, going to the left. He's going to be met, taken down. First guy in on the stop that time for the Tigers was number 77, and that's Jordan Foss. And we had we have Steve Miller at left guard now. I don't know if you remember the Steve Miller band from the 70s. I remember very well. <laughs> Abracadabra. Fly like an eagle. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, Steve Miller just had a nice block on number 74 from Southern Columbia. As again, we do our best to see who into the game. Hackerberger is going to have to come out of the game, so go with a third-string quarterback checking into the game, and that's going to be Grove, number 16 for the Seals Grove Seals. That's Connor Grove, the sophomore, 6'1", 150 pounds. The officials waved Hackerberger off the field, so Grove will come in and take the snap here on this third down. We're caught at about 12, 6.20 to go here in the third period. Seals Grove trailing 49-0 to the Southern Columbia Tigers. Grove takes the snap, gives it to the deep man, Hahn, bounces off a would-be tackler, and then met by number 54 for the Southern Columbia Tigers, able to finish him off. That's Savitsky. But that's going to force a punting situation here for the Seals Grove Seals. We'll see if they bring their varsity punt in or if they run with their JV punt. Hackenberger, he's going to stay in there to punt this one away. After he had come off, he's going back in there, and he will punt this one away. Mm-hmm. Looks like Kevin Gearhart will do the snapping if I'm right, if it's number 11. It is. It's a good snap that time, but there's a stoppage in play here, and it looks like it's I think that's going to be, be a penalty. Illegal formation. I don't think we had seven on the line. I could be wrong, though. Don't doubt yourself there, Mr. Dave. Mm-hmm. A little Steve Miller action. You getting it all in here tonight. Yeah, Steve Miller. <laughs> Abracadabra. That's one of the first concerts I ever saw. No way. Absolutely. Steve Miller. He came out. He had a, like an eight-foot guitar. And no way. He strummed that guitar. It was ab- Abracadabra. I, I was hooked. I'll bet you were. I was only about 16 years old. Oh, I bet you loved it. Hackenberger gets this away. End over end kick. Going to be taken by the return man. Falls to his knees at the 48-yard line. Is that Gavin Garcia making the catch? And, boy, he wants more. Yeah, he does. He wasn't happy. <laughs> what an he fell over catching that ball. <laughs> but it is good to see new numbers in there and uh, never yeah. never second-guess the class of Jim Rolfe as he gets guys in there as well, noticing yeah. that it's a, a JV game at this point, and he's going to put all new numbers and names in there as well. So Southern Columbia well on their way to a 3-0 and start. As Seals Grove will drop to 1-2, set up next week's game at Chickalimi. Going to be heard here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. We try to get a break here. We do have candidates for the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We have a few from the first half, and we'll talk about those candidates and then give you who, what play was the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. That's Good-looking play by our outside backer. 
That was Wes Barnes, the freshman, on the carry for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And as you mentioned, 28 was that Jack Hahn. Jack Hahn had a nice hit on that. They, they ran a sweep right at him. He attacked it. And solid tackle. Throw about a yard loss. Nice play there with 4.40 to go here in the third period. It is a running clock in mercy rule. Miller will stay in there and play that defensive tackle position. Hahn will switch as a linebacker on the right side on this play here. Second down and 11 for the Tigers. Give it to number one that time on the carry for the Tigers, and that's Brandon Heim. Pick up about four on the carry. Looked like Fogarty was on that tackle. There was a gang of seals that got to the ball, but it uh, looked like Fogarty came out from underneath everything at the end. Big fan of Fogarty as well. He's got a nice motor. Played that linebacker position, as you talked about, in on the play there. Brandon Heil, he stays in at a left linebacker position. Brett Ford playing the corner on the left side. Heil and Hahn switch sides on the outside backers. Third down and medium here for the Tigers. They're going to give it to the freshman once again. And boy, he's shown his ability. He's got a first down at some speed. Still going, dragging defenders inside the 30. Again, on the carry that time was Barnes for the Southern Columbia Tigers picking up good yardage, and it'll be a first down for the Tigers. We had a linebacker in the backfield there. It just didn't break down and wrap him up. It was close, but uh, he, he sprang for, what, about uh, 15 yards. Sean, as we got a running clock here, but we'll definitely throw it back to you during the quarter switch here to be able to give you our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard as we check in with other games going on around the valley. Our tough game of the week. We got Montoursville leading 35-12 over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs. Brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, bringing you a tough game of the week. Once again, handed off but to number one, Heim, showing good speed. Gets uh, about 11 on the run. Enough for a first down, possibly there. That was a fullback trap right up the gut for eight yards, nine yards. Yep, they're going to give him nine, as you called it. So it's going to be a second down and one. Southern trying to pitch their third straight shutout. They had three all of last year, and they're looking to get their third here of the night. As right now, they lead in Seals Grove 49-0 with 2.30 to go here in the third period. We got we got a timeout here. I think this, uh, it was a penalty. I think the center moved the ball. So that's going to walk them all five yards, as you called it, Dave. So a false start there, five-yard walk off against the Southern Columbia Tigers. So it'll be second down and five. We'll call it six and a half for the Southern Columbia Tigers. 2.15 to go here in the third period. Sweep left. This time it goes to number 32 on the carry. Can't be 32. Let's see if we can get a number there. Rodemall's 32. That wasn't him on the carry there. Trying to get a number at 22 on the carry. And if it was, it was a five-yard pickup by... Number 22, Masala. And number 28, Jack Hahn made the tackle. Solid tackle by Jack again. I'm impressed with what Jack's doing out there at outside linebacker. Always something positive to give under even under extreme situation. 34 gets the call. Again, that's Wes Barnes. He's going to be stopped. It looks like he's going to have enough for a first down. Solid hit by Cameron Fogarty on that play. Cameron, I believe, is playing the Mike backer. He's playing the middle backer, and, boy, he got to the ball carrier there. I thought he had him, but I guess he they, they spotted the ball. for It's at a first down for Southern Columbia. They give him enough for that first down, and that will move the chains. And 
Put the ball inside the 20 down to the 17-yard line. 105 on the clock before the next snap. 49-0 lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. This is going to go to Heim, falling forward just short of the 10-yard line to the market about the 12-yard line. So pick up about five that time by Heim. Second down and five for the Tigers deep in Seals Grove territory at the 12. And that was a fullback belly left. It was a lead block by the tailback through the guards, uh, guard tackle gap on the left side, run by the fullback. They got about five yards. Southern will come up to the line of scrimmage here. Two backs in the backfield this time. It's going to go to Barnes. Barnes at the five. Barnes at a goal line touchdown after receiving the handoff from Sitto. He was able to take it off the right side, get it into the end zone. Touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Mm-hmm. That was just a sweep right. Wing T sweep, sweep right. And it comes with 25 seconds to go here in the third period. As Wes Barnes able to take it in for the score for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Alp will attempt the extra point here off with Koski hold. Getting the personnel right. Plenty of time on the play clock here for the Tigers. Good snap, good hold. The kick up, splits the upright, and is good. Pushing the lead out to 56-0 for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Following the touchdown run that time by Barnes, came from 12 yards out for the Southern Columbia Tigers. They completed an eight-play, 48-yard drive, taking four minutes and 58 seconds. The extra point, good. And the Southern Columbia Tigers now lead 56-0. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary. I would just love to see the Seals put a drive together here with these young guys right now. Get some success. That'd be a tremendous, uh, tremendous way to, to finish this game is to, to get our JVs some yards, get them some snaps, some quality playing. See if they can do it by starting out with a good return, good return. here. You, this this return is is ready to go. I mean, it, I like our return scheme. We've had this around here for a while, and and these guys block it pretty well. One updated from Ryan Brandt. Uh, this was a little while ago, so I don't know if it's the most updated score, but Mifflinburg leading Milton 28 nothing. as Nate Almond on the return. Picks it up after the ball squirted between his legs. He'll pick it up, return to the 11, and go down there. Seals Grove will take over first down and 10 from their own 11, trailing 56 nothing with 17 seconds to go here in the third period. Hey, Pat, when you say the name Amon uh, around here, that, that that's a legacy name in this program. Their dad, John, was a player for us back in the day. Heck of a defensive end, offensive guard. He ended up playing for Gene Carpenter at, at Millersville. Had a great career. And uh, I'll tell you what, I think that uh, his sons might be better than he was, wow. to be honest with you. He's saying a lot. I think they... I Come think from good genes. Oh, my and, goodness. Yeah. And I'm sure John wouldn't, wouldn't mind that. No, and uh, they're and good Jen people. I'll tell John. you, Jen, great, wonderful family. Mm-hmm. His dad was uh, my shop. John's dad, this, these kids' grandfather, was my shop teacher. I was scared to death of him. Great people. I do have an updated score, an out-of-town scoreboard, our Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. As Ryan, or we get the updated score from Sean, saying that Mifflinburg leading Milton now 42 to nothing. Here, 56 nothing lead for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Looking how they have gotten to that point. Started out in the first quarter with 
back-to-back-to-back touchdowns by the Garcias. The first one was by Gavin. Then Gage Garcia with back-to-back touchdowns and put the Southern Columbia Tigers up 21-0 at the end of the first quarter. And then Fleming got back-to-back touchdown, one on an eight-yard touchdown reception. The other, he scooped up a block punt, took it 76 yards for a touchdown. And then Rottermall finished off with a touchdown from 12 yards out, and it put the Southern Columbia Tigers up 42-0 before Rottermall got another one, and Barnes got the latest one, the score 56-0 by the Southern Columbia Tigers. Hahn gets the call there after getting a handoff from Hackenberger. Not much there, if any at all. Also on the play, is it going to push the ball back inside the 10-yard line? And with that play, that's going to end the third period. With the score, Seals Grove trailing the Southern Columbia Tigers 56-0. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570 286 5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Eagle 107, eagle107.com and Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. And Dave, the work here is going to be by the coach and staff to get them to realize tonight was better than what they saw last week. I know the scoreboard is going to be tough to overcome, but you're talking about turning the page and refocusing yourself for a rivalry game next week against the Chickalimic Braves and with a lot still to play for. That's going to be the focus as we move into the fourth quarter. Films on Monday are going to be educational. Uh, they're going to be, it's going to be positive. It's going to be something you can actually build on. Uh, you know, I, I understand that it's 56 nothing right now, but, you know, the kids went all out tonight, and when they're going all out, you can see where they're making their mistakes, their valid mistakes. You can make those corrections. I think that we're gonna we're gonna take a giant leap forward after this game. I really do. I think it's gonna be great teaching opportunities. For third, second, make it second and long as we move into the fourth quarter. Wide receivers to each side. Shotgun by Hackenberger. Low snaps mm. into the end zone, and this is gonna be a safety. That's a safety. Yeah, the ball. Or is it back. a touchdown? Nope, it's a touchdown. Oh, it's a touchdown. He recovered it. Touchdown in the end zone after an errant snap, and Hackerberger tried to pick it up to avoid the safety, and the defender for the Southern Columbia Tigers scooped it up, and it's a touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers as we just moved into the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was Ian Yoder that re- recovered that ball. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah that's just a result of, of the young guys not getting enough snaps in practice, and, and uh, you know, obviously that, that that's something that just... It, it's inevitable you're going to have those mistakes with the young kids at this point in the season. So the after point try will be attempted here by Hop once again off the Witkowski hole. And been busy here tonight. Kick is up and the kick is good. Even out extra point is good. Pushing the lead to 63 to nothing. For the Southern Columbia Tigers again. Pitched two shutouts to start the season. And at this point, well on their way to pitching another one. As they see the Southern Columbia Tigers put up 63 points 
this one again, an errant snap, and these are things we've talked about. That this, that's not Southern Columbia doing anything to us. That's about fun, being fundamentally sound, making the good snap, unable to do that, and Southern able to run in and scoop it up. Yoder on the fumble recovery for the touchdown for the Southern Columbia Tigers again, pushing their lead to 63 nothing. That's the Seals Grow Ford drive summary. Again, I want to thank the 4th and 5th graders, also the 8th grade chorus, and also members of the high school honors choir. They opened up things here tonight under the direction of Reva Harold and Cheryl Schellenberger. And, boy, they entertained the crowd as they sang the national anthem. And God bless America. And, boy, they did a great job. And somebody was out there that you know very well and close oh, to your heart. My grand, my granddaughter Ella. I Ella think I heard her more than anybody did. I did too. I yeah, love I her. <laughs> she was such a sweetheart. She was terrific. Yeah, they were all sweet. That was a very touching moment. It was. They all did that. a wonderful job. It was wonderful. A lot of smiles and on a beautiful night. It, it couldn't have been a better picturesque moment for. Okay, you got to hand it to Reva Harold and those teachers. They do a wonderful job. It was just. So after the kickoff, Sealens Grove will take the ball over first down in 10 from their own 20-yard line. 11.41 to go, running clock. Two wide receivers will split to the right. Hagerberger turns, gives it to Hahn, spins away from the defender, still going to the 25 and finally slams to the turf at the 25-yard line. Like the effort from Hahn that time, taking the handoff, making the most of a five-yard pickup. That was, just, that was a counter right. Fullback went left, and they handed uh, to the tailback going to the right. It was a nice pickup. Five yards. So set up a second down and medium here for the Sealers Grove Seals. Our offensive line got some movement that last play. That looked good. <laughs> second down and five. It's going to go to Hahn again, being chased from behind, and he's going to be driven to the turf. Loss on the play of a couple that time. Loss on the play there. <laughs> It'll be a third down and long for the Seals. Film will show some positive stuff, believe it or not, even though you're dealing with the 63, but now a lot of it's going to become between the ears. How can you handle this mentally? The coaching staff is going to have it do a great job, and you know they'll be motivated, getting ready to move into a big rivalry game against the Shiklery Braves. Yeah, motivation next week. won't be a problem, and and this is something you can build on because there was effort tonight, good effort by these guys. High snap to Hackenberger, he keeps it, going left on the design keeper, able to run away from the defender, gets to the thirty, tiptoes out of bounds, and finally slammed to the turf. And back two weeks ago, when. Nyland pushed somebody out of bounds. Boy, they got a flag there. but flag flew about 100 feet up in the air. Yoder didn't hold off on that one as he made the tackle as Seals Grove gets a first down on the play. Yeah, Nate Hackenberger had a nice run. He danced down the sidelines there. Definitely a good-looking athlete. The sophomore plays safety as a backup to Hoover. Also gets a chance to jump in there quarterback. Plays quarterback on the JV team as well. Definitely a good, solid-looking athlete. Nate Hackerberger picks up the Seals Grove first down to the 35-yard line, 9.20 to go here in the ballgame. Seals Grove trailing. This snap goes over his head. He loses it, and it's going to be recovered by white shirts, apparently. As it went over his head, Hackerberger, and it is. I think it's time to put him up on our center. 
Mm. Avoid those kind of mistakes. That was a tough one there. So hits the turf, recovered by Southern at the 20-yard line in Seals Grove Territory. Southern leading 63-0, nothing, 9-14 to go in the game. You know, another positive you can take away from this is that the the, the younger guys are, are getting on film, and, and now the coaches can, can coach them on film. And, coach, and film is a, a real positive thing for the kids. It's a great teaching tool. Okay, coming up after the game, we'll check in. On scores around the valley, final stats, final game analysis, and also it's all part of a service electric cable vision post-game show as the handoff goes off to the left to Barnes, takes it up the left sideline, in for a score for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That was a good-looking play by that uh, that young Southern Columbia offensive line. They got some great movement. They pulled a guard out in front of that. They had a fullback out in front of that. They gave the tailback off the left side. Practically untouched into the end zone. Good-looking play. And if that was Barnes, that's his second touchdown of the night, the freshman, as he was able to take it, as you said, Dave, explode off that left side, some good blocking going on there, and took it in for the score. They'll attempt the extra point here to push the lead to 70 to nothing. Good snap, good hold, kick is up. As this one missed off to the right. Kevin Gerhardt, he got in there and was able to disrupt things and force that kick to go off to the right. And he was pumped. Yeah. Yeah, he was fist pumping the air. Great job. Was able to get in there and disrupt that. Good dog going right. That was a great job by him. That turned into a 15-yard touchdown run that time by Barnes. 20-yard touchdown run by Barnes to get the numbers exact. And to do that, I look to the stat man, Zach Showers. 20-yard touchdown run by the Southern Columbia Tigers. And that comes with 8.49 to go here in the ball game. A one-play drive covering 20 yards, taking uh, about five seconds. The extra point good, or no good, sorry, because Kevin Gearhart got in there and disrupted things, so that one's no good. So pushes the lead to 69 to nothing for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That's the Seals Grow Forward drive summary. Back deep will be Nate Ahmet and also Brandon Heil, if I'm reading number two correct here on the near side. Yeah, I think you are. Good. This kick will go away, and it will go to Nate Ahmet at the 5, 10, 15. Reverses direction, tackle quickly as he couldn't get to the 20-yard line. Seals Grove take over at that point. At that point, at that spot. First down and 10. Remember, coming up after the game and after our post-game show, we're going to hear from Sean Carries. He brings us scores from around the region and highlights from the other games as part of Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation. It's Sunbury's Motors, Sunbury Motors Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. All coming up following our post-game show for you. They stay in the shotgun here. This snap is low through the legs of Hackenberger. He's going to pick it up, reverse his field, trying to sh- get around the tackle, unable to. Big loss on the play. Yeah, another bad snap. <clears throat> Hackenberger doing everything he could yeah. to get to that one again. Uh, celebrate Murphy's birthday tomorrow. She'll be 14 years old, so I'm going to wish her a happy birthday. My wife, Teresa, and I couldn't be more happy to celebrate have some good friends come over uh, to celebrate the birthday for murphy and again she's turning 14 tomorrow just 14 years ago i was sitting in the booth two days after she was born covering lime mountain 
and the Lewisburg Green Dragons. And uh, still here in the booth as she's turning 14 tomorrow. An unbelievable moment for us as a family. And again, I want to say happy birthday to my beautiful daughter, Murphy O'Brien. God bless you, Murphy. You're a great kid. <laughs> Appreciate that, she's Dave. She's a wonderful girl. Here, Dave, I'm going to test you. If you are still listening, we appreciate that first and foremost. If you have Dave's number, text him right now. And if you have my number, text me. Let's see how many more texts we get between you and me with this remaining 713 to go in the game. So if you have Dave's number, text him, fire up his phone. If you have my number, fire it up. And we're going to see who wins the texting contest. As this game wraps up, it goes to Han. Dave, I have two already. I have ten, Pat. I <laughs> know <laughs> oh, I have one, Sean Carey. <laughs> yeah, he, he said it to me, too, so we're, we're locked up. Yeah, one I, and one. I, my, Pat, this, this is unfair because my friends are all old and they're sleeping by now. <laughs> they're all my age. Well, my, my friends are chasing kids around, so don't listen yeah. to the radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, if you're out there, come on, save me here. I need some text. Yeah, I need some, too. You can private message me, too. Yeah. That counts, too. You come see me. I don't care. <laughs> hey, we just had Logan Libby step in here a few minutes ago. Logan Libby, yeah. one of the greats of all time here at Seals Grove and at Bloomsburg now, so it was he good is. to see him. And he is starting for Bloomsburg, starting quarterback for Bloomsburg tomorrow. Good luck to him and his career at Bloomsburg. And Bloomsburg covered by Jim Doyle and uh, Andy Ulickney, some of the greats of all time. We'll have an opportunity to watch Logan Libby throughout his career at Bloomsburg. So we wish him good health and a great career at Bloomsburg as he looks to do it. Just right up the road. So get a chance, go out and check out one of the, the best of all time to suit up in a Seals Grove uniform, now do it at Bloomsburg. That punt sends the ball to the Seals Grove 48-yard line. That's where Southern will take over. They lead 69-0 with six minutes to go in the game. Again, all our updated scores coming to you, brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford, or Blaze, or excuse me, Aubrey Alexander Toyota as they bring us the out-of-town scoreboard. This handoff is going to go to Heim, up the left sideline, outrunning Connor Grove. He's going to take it in for a score for a touchdown. I don't know, know, Dave, but... I'm to a point where I know yeah. you're playing JV kids and all that, but but what are you doing? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't like this. No, I don't either. I don't either. I, I think I you got to slow it down, slow the pace down. You know, he, Jim Roth has been a quality man over the years. I, I don't expect to. He's not, he's not trying to yeah, do this. I mean, he's, he's keeping the ball on the ground. And, and Okay, so I'll flip it to the other side. we got to tackle. you got to make a play and get yeah, out there we, and make a tackle. Yeah, we've got to play better. Yeah. No so so I'm, yeah. I'm going to quickly retract that a little bit. I, I'm going to reenact that or bring it back or whatever. I'm going to negate my, my comment that I made. you got to tackle. No, no, you're okay. I, I, it's I, frustrating. I'm a fan, and oh, I hate I to see you. this I'm, happen. It's frustrating. Yeah, I, I get it. It is. Pushing the lead to 76 seven, nothing. 76 nothing with still 540 to go in this game. Long touchdown run by the Southern Columbia Tigers. This one from 48 yards as Heim was able to take it in for the touchdown down the left sideline. And again, carrying it 48 yards for the run. Coming with 540 to go in the game. Another one-play drive. And taking all of, well, we'll say about five seconds again. We'll call it nine seconds that time. I don't know, five seconds to go with. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, Pat, I'm at 35 text messages. Oh, I mean, mine's blown up. I can't even see it anymore. 
I mean, I got one from Jackie Various. Hi, Pat. Happy birthday to Murphy. I mean, that, that's that's unbelievable. Yeah. They're rolling in. Ken yeah, Schaefer. Yeah. yeah. And Keep got, them coming. And I got one from Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. You still owe him some money, I think. Is that's why he's texting you? Yeah, he's still looking. You're for so me. old. You owe him five cents, don't you? Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dave. I called you old. Look at this return by Nate Ahmed. Nice return. Nice by job. Nate able to run away. Got a nice block from Meckley and turned it into a decent run back. Good but it looked return. like he was going to have nothing. Nate Ahmed on the return. He, he worked hard for about 15 yards. Got it out to about the 19-yard line. Great job by Nate Ahmed. Broke about three different tackles. Tough run. Typical Ahmed. Tough kid. So Heim took it in for 48 yards at the 540 mark in the ball game. Extra point good. 76 nothing. That's the Seals Grove forward at drive summary. And not that Todd Benner wants to hear Seals Grove forward never stop. He wants to hear it all continuously, but not when the other team scoring 76 points. Well, that's for sure. Yep. But he got a lot of a lot of notice here tonight on Seals Grove forward. So this handoff's going to go to Heim. Hits mm. the ground. He jumps on top of it as Hackenberger turned and tried to hand it to Han. Not. Able to get it to him cleanly, but fortunately for Seals Grove, Han jumps on top of it. Clock will continue to run. 4.49 to go here in the game. We give credit to the student body. They're hanging out here, too, having a good time on a beautiful night. Weather-wise, as they watch their team struggle, trailing at this point 76 nothing. but they're going to get geared up because they'll be heading to Sunbury next week to see the big rivalry game between the Chickalemi Braves and the Seals Grove Seals. They'll be heard right here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Quick handoff that time. Not much that time for Han. It'll be a third down and long for the Seals Grove Seals. And Southern just uh, could replace their entire defense. So we'll see what happens. They've got uh, fresh faces in there. Back in the old days, we'd say we'd say they got clean jerseys in there now, but that's yeah. not the case with this. Well, that, and that helps when I know who's in there and who's not in there, because oh, yeah. you see the ones with grass stains. But the old like stains. Yeah. Now you can't see that, so you have to really pick it apart to see who's in there. Hackerberger's mm-hmm. going to keep it this time. Up the left sideline. He's going to be bounced out of bounds. Coming over making the stop for the Southern Columbia Tigers, and that was number 26 on the stop. He got about seven or eight yards on that run. Yeah, it was McCormick on the stop. A design quarterback run left. It was great. Good-looking play. But it still leaves us with a fourth at about seven. No, about six. And it's going to be a punting situation again. Looking for a clean snap to try to get this in away. Student body still jumping around, having a good time. Cheering on Hackenberger to see if he can get this one. A good punt off. It's a good snap that time. Gets it away. It's a short punt away from the return, man. Bounces the 49-yard line and finally going to go out of bounds about the 47-yard line. That's where Southern will take over. Leading 76-0 with 2.56 to go in the game. Again, I want to appreciate Britt Byler coming up at halftime. with able to chit-chat about his baseball team's run to a state championship. And uh, something his him and his team, and he was definitely very appreciative of the community and how they supported uh, guys like Blaze Ziders and Heil and uh, Metzger and how they showed senior leadership wrapped around some young guys as well. So, again, congratulations to the 2019 state championship baseball team and Brett Byler checking in with us at halftime. Handoff goes off to the right this time. 
Running back gets away from some tackles and finally going to be finished off by Rothamall. Good solid tackle by Aaron Rothamall. Did a great job there. So yeah, he pursued well to that football. He's, he's a good quick kid. Big loss on the play. Call it about a 10-yard loss, 2.15 to go in the game here. And Southern won't be any big hurry here. As they'll let the clock wind down, 15 seconds on the play clock. Tight formation here, center, quarterback under center, takes the snap. Going off left, got some room, got some speed, 30. 25, 20 being chased. One man can get him, and that's going to be Grove. Bounce it off those guys down to the five-yard line. And this is, this is where Southern takes a knee and ends the yeah, game. Yeah, this is a – yeah, they can take a knee and just finish this thing now. It's a minute and 38 left on the clock. Got a flag on the play. It's oh, that's coming back. Against the Tigers. That's coming back. And it will come back, as you call. Good-looking run there, followed behind some good blocking, patient run that time by the running back. But it will come back, and the clock will run once they set it. 1.38 to go in this one. They'll set it back at the Southern Columbia Tigers 47-yard line. A lot to talk about, a lot to deal with hey, in, during the week. I, I like what I see out of some of these players here. That's oh, going to go. Off the run again, and that time carrying the ball, number 29 for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And that is Jake Ross, a sophomore, 6'1", running back. They will pick up good yardage. Kevin Gerhardt, number 11, is a good-looking kid in there. He's, he's 6 feet, 209 pounds, tight end, defensive lineman. He moves well. I, mean, I think he's got a great future in this program. I want to see him as he, as he continues to develop. First down and 10 as the running back was able to take it just outside the 30, about the 32-yard line. Clock will continue to run, 30 seconds, and he took a knee. That'll be the game. That is the game and the final play of the game. So stick around for the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show as Dave will run down on the field and check in with Coach Derek Hicks. We'll give you stats from our stat man, Zach Showers. Also give you the Smoke and Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. All a part of the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show for you. Seals Grove Falls tonight to the Southern Columbia Tigers. 76-0 as the clock winds down to 0-0-0. Let's step aside, come back. You're listening to Seals Grove Football, presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. As an active person, you might try ignoring a painful injury. But why? Quick treatment can lead to quick recovery. Our team of sports medicine providers at UPMC Susquehanna offer personalized care at each visit. Don't let an injury keep you from the active life you enjoy. Sports Medicine at UPMC Susquehanna. Call 570-321-2020. 
Hi, this is Bob Schoen, the general manager of Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. And for years, we've been saying it's worth the drive to Route 45. Well, what does that mean? It means you're going to get the lowest price guaranteed on any new or used vehicle in stock. Check out our inventory at BlazeAlexanderFord.com and compare it to the competition. It means we have a selection of over $12 million of inventory. So whatever it is that you're looking for, we typically have it on our lot. It means you're going to get service after the sale that's second to none. Plus, at Blaze Alexander Ford, you're always going to get the most for your trade-in. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg. Watto Chiropractic. Spinal decompression therapy can help you recover from disc-related pain, leg pain, mechanical back pain, and sciatica. If you've been injured in a car accident at work, at home, or on the field, call Watto Chiropractic at 570-539-2600. Or visit us on the web at wattochiropractic.com. We'll help you recover naturally. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. Seals football presented by Sealands Grove Ford on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Sean Carey tonight, 76-0. Southern Columbia defeating the Sealands Grove Seals. In just a moment, we'll have our service electric cable vision postgame show. Checking scores from across the valley currently on News Radio 1070. WKOK. In the third quarter, Loyal Sock leading Shikalemi 28-12. Also in the third quarter on 100.9, the Valley Mount Carmel leading Lewisburg 36-10. Game just went final a few moments ago. Mifflinburg defeating Milton 48-7. In the fourth quarter, Danville is leading Warrior Run 28-20. In the fourth quarter, Line Mountain 54, Halifax 7. Late third quarter, Wellsboro 63, Montgomery 28. Early fourth quarter, Berwick holding on at Crispin Field. They're leading Williamsport 17-10. Williams Valley shutting out Tri-Valley in the third, 27-0. Early fourth quarter, South Williamsport 33, Hughesville 7. Final tonight, Nativity BVM 36, Columbia Montour Votech 6. Moving into the fourth quarter, Shemokin has taken the lead over Central Mountain 12-7. Central Columbia shutting out Lee Heighton in the fourth, 26 to nothing. Montoursville all over Jersey Shore in the fourth, 42-12. And also in the fourth quarter, Upper Dauphin 72, Millersburg 20. It's time for the Seals postgame show, sponsored by Service Electric Cablevision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome to the Service Electric Cablevision postgame show. Pat O'Brien, Dave Hess, Zach Showers, and of course our producer Sean Carey as the Seals Grow Seals. Take it on the chin here tonight against a good Southern Columbia Tiger team. Southern Columbia Tigers improved a 3-0, three straight shutouts by the Tigers as they beat the Seals Grow Seals 76-0. When we look back at the Schmoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, well, the backbreaker play of the game was the Julian Fleming uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown. It was a field goal attempt by the Seals Grove Seals, a 32-yard attempt. It would have been by rule. It was blocked. Fleming ran over to the ball. Seals Grove paused, didn't realize that the ball could be picked up. Well, Fleming did. He picked it up, turned it into a 76-yard fumble recovery or for a touchdown, and that's the Shemokin Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Shemokin Dam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, rehabilitation, and more. Call 570-743-4333 for an appointment. That's the Schmokendam Health Center 
backbreaker play of the game. And again, looking at the scoring as it went down, as Gavin Garcia got on the board first, and he was able to take it from seven, or excuse me, two yards out, completing a seven-play drive, covering 54 yards, took three minutes and 29 seconds. The extra point was good, and Southern led 7-0 at that point. Gage Garcia would do back-to-back touchdowns, one from three, the other from four, completing a four-play drive on the first one, three-play drive on the second one to push the lead to 21-0 over the Seals Grove Seals, and that would be the score at the end of the first quarter. Seals Grove found themselves trailing 21-0. And then Fleming would be on the other end of a Zach Ben, Zach ben catch of eight yards out. That was at the nine-minute mark, seven-play drive covering 27 yards. Took a minute and just 54 seconds. The extra point was good, and it was 28-0 lead at that point for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And then Fleming, the uh, backbreaker play of the game that we mentioned, the 76-yard return after a blocked field goal. That game was 6.48 to go in the third quarter. The extra point good. It was a 35-0 lead at that point. Before we go any further, Dave's down on the field. All right, final score, 36-0, or excuse me, 76-0. Uh, Southern Columbia over the Seals Grow Seals. You're listening to the Seals Post Game Show presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. I'm Dave Hess. I'm down here in the field with Coach. Uh, we just want to ask him a couple of questions. Coach, I, this may sound crazy, okay? 76 nothing, but I saw some positives tonight. I really did. I saw some things I think you can build on. What are your thoughts? I thought I just said the same thing to the team. Defensively, and again, with me calling the defense, that's kind of where I'm focusing throughout the game. Um, defensively, I thought we competed early. Um, you know, we made him earn every yard. You know, I go back to last year and Garcia was running for 30 yards a carry. He was struggling to get two or three early on tonight. Um, and that, that, that's a positive. And then they, they got up 21 nothing. They had the block field goal and, uh, scooped that up and scored. And the wheels kind of, you know, kids, I think they went flat at that point. And that, that's easy to do. But like you said, there was definitely some positives early. Uh, offensively, we, we just got to figure out how to get a push and uh, not have them having eight guys in the box. Yeah, and and I, you know, I to be honest with you, I saw I saw a lot of people crowding the line of scrimmage, and and you know, you struggle a little bit to get your pass game going, but uh, I think that that's that's right around the corner for you guys. You know, I I think you have some good people there to work with. Yeah, I mean, I just told the kids that I said uh, Nick Young and Mike Mall's a big dude, and Trey Bainey, couple years starter there, and Schaefer, Micaiah Showers, Vance Metzger. Um, you know, not only are they big bodies, but they're good kids, and. Uh, you know, I, I said that the talent is there. They've just got to put it together. It's a lot of times it's a communication issue. You know, tonight we had some guys going left and another guy would go right. And there's the gap. You saw a linebacker coming through. So they, they've just got to learn to speak up and uh, get with each other. And uh, like like you said, the talent's there and they're great kids. Yeah, they are. And and, I, and I'm going to I'm going to point one guy out that impressed me tonight. Teague Hoover. Teague Hoover playing against Julian Fleming. And I mean, and, and Teague Hoover hit him. I mean, he laid licks on him. He caused a fumble. I, I love him. You have any comments on Teague? Actually, I said to Teague at halftime, he's playing one of the greatest games I've seen out of a free safety. And um, you know, he is—he is an angry little dude. I mean, he—he he has an attitude. He gets mad in, in practice if we don't go live and we have a thud drill. He's angry because he can't hit people. And, and, and on a Friday night, he brings that attitude, that mentality out. And uh, I'm telling you, you know, you want your free safety to be a leader of the defense. And that kid, he's got some swagger, and I love him. So he's a typical Hoover. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we had this brother years ago, Brandon, and, uh, you know, Teague, Teague's a chip off the old block. And I'm telling you, the kid, the kid is just, he's a mean dude back there, and that's what you want out of a free safety. He's a great kid. But, you know, I understand that uh, when you want to get your feet back off, back on the ground after a week like last week, it's just kind of a tough place to go to get on the field with Southern Columbia. But uh, I, I, I'm liking where we are with, with Chickalimia next week. Yeah, yeah. I told the kids, I said, you know, tip your cap to them. You're not, that. that's probably in person the best high school football team I've ever seen. And, um, you know, they got Division One kids everywhere. Yeah. And not the rebound game you were looking for, but like you said, I told the kids going in, I want to see you compete. I want to see you fix the little things, the footwork, the things we didn't do last week, get better at that. And, and you know, I'll wait till I see film, but I think some of that happens. All right, great. Thanks. Good luck, Coach. Uh, have great preparations this week. Let's go get Shikalimi. Good luck. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Dave down on the field with Coach Derek Hicks. And, you know, even in the situation you're seeing, you got to try to find the positives to get yourself mentally prepared because there's still a lot of games left. This is only the third week of the season. Seals Grove falls to one and two with the loss to Southern Columbia. They lose 76 to nothing. Continue with the scoring. Rodemall would get on the board on 12-yard touchdown run with 2.53 to go in the first half. Just a five-play drive, extra point good, and it was 42-0 at halftime. And again, when we came in tonight, Southern Columbia was scoring an average of 35 points in the first half. They bettered that tonight by seven as they led at halftime, 42-0. Rodemall would get on the board again on the second of the night, a 30-yard touchdown run, and that would be the longest touchdown run of the night from scrimmage for the Southern Columbia Tigers. That came at 8.04 to go in the third period. Extra point good. It was 49 nothing at that point for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And then the freshman Barnes got in the scoring column for the Tigers on a 12-yard touchdown run. Came with just 25 seconds to go in the third period. Extra point good. It was 56 nothing at that point for the Southern Columbia Tigers. And we move into the fourth quarter, and Yoder would pick up a fumble in the end zone with 11.52 to go in the game. Extra point good, and it was 63-0 Southern Columbia Tigers. Barnes would get his second touchdown of the night, the freshman, for the Southern Columbia Tigers from 20 yards out. That was a one-play drive. The extra point no good, but Southern led 69-0 at that point. And then Heim would finish off the scoring for the Tigers on a 48-yard touchdown run. And, again, that would be the longest touchdown run of the night. After Rodermo had a 30-yard touchdown run, Heim put together a 48-yard run with 5.40 to go in the game. Again, another one-play drive, extra point good, and that would be all the scoring on the night. As the Southern Columbia Tigers beat the Seals Grove Seals 76-0, Southern improves to 3-0, Seals Grove falls to 1-2. and we're going to take a break from the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show. Come back. We're going to run down the stats that have been handed to me by our stat man, Zach Showers. Also get final analysis from Dave Hess and Mords. We wrap things up here from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. This is Seals Grove Football presented by Seals Grove Ford. Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cablevision is smarter, faster, and easier to use. With live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster. And you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit secv.com slash TiVo to learn more. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. 
One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the heat and glow inserts in fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glix heat and glow products. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. <laughs> These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey. Right? You bet, my dear. You bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. We are Eagle 107. Welcome back to Service Electric Cable Vision post-game show from Harold L. Bullock Memorial Field. We just watched a very good Southern Columbia Tiger team dismantle the Seals Grove Seals 76 nothing. Seals Grove falls to 1-2 and two Southern at 3-0. Speaking of 3-0, our Blaze Alexander Four Tough Game of the Week was the Battle of Two and O's. Jersey Shore Bulldogs traveled to Montoursville, and it was all Montoursville as they win that one 49 12 over the Jersey Shore Bulldogs to improve to 3 0. The Seals Grove Seals will see the Montoursville Warriors as they'll wrap up their season, and the final game of the regular season will be Seals at Montoursville. Again, big win for Montoursville. They win 49 12. And that was our Blaze Alexander for tough game of the week. Look at the stats here as the Seals Grove Seals, after trailing 42 nothing at halftime, they see the Southern Columbia Tigers continue to roll in the second half. 22 first downs, 388 yards for the for the Seals Grove Seals, or for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Um, 98 through the air for a total of 486 yards for the for the Southern Columbia Tigers. They did have five penalties for 40 yards, one interception, and one fumble by the Southern Columbia Tigers. For the Seals, Grove Seals, one first down, minus 29 yards rushing, minus seven through the air, 30, minus 36 total yards for the Seals, Grove Seals. Two penalties for 10 yards. Two interceptions and two fumbles by the Seals Grove Seals. Looking at individual numbers, first for the Seals Grove Seals, Danny Schock, two for 12, minus seven yards, and two interceptions. Brett Four had a catch. Nate Schoen had a catch. In the rushing department, Nate Schoen, six carries for five yards. Hollenbach, five carries for minus six. Hackerberger had five carries for just one yard, and Hahn had nine carries for two yards. Individual numbers for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Zekman, 9 for 12, 98 yards, a touchdown pass to Fleming, and he did throw an interception. Fleming had eight catches, 97 yards, and that touchdown. Gage Garcia had one catch as well. In the rushing department, Gavin Garcia, seven carries, goes over 100 yards, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Gage Garcia, 11 carries, 82 yards, and two touchdowns. Rodermall, four carries, 41 yards, and a touchdown. Heim, who came in at the end there, number one for the Southern Columbia Tigers, four carries, 67 yards, and a touchdown. And Wes Barnes, the freshman, five carries, 49 yards, and two touchdowns for the Southern Columbia Tigers. Again, the backbreaker play of the game, Fleming scooping up a blocked field goal, recovering at 76 yards for a touchdown. And as you heard Coach Hicks talk about, 
that was what deflated the balloon for the Seals Grove Seals when they felt that they were competing and playing hard, but that really changed things there, and thus was the Schmokendam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Dave, it's never easy to check in and be interviewed after your team just fell 76 nothing to a Southern Columbia Tiger team, but uh, from what we heard from Coach Hicks, it's about moving forward, using the positives, and trying to get the most out of what you're going to find on film and get ready for a winnable game next week. Yeah, and, and believe it or not, he did he did have see some positives tonight. Uh, you know, the, the defense played played tough uh, off and on early in the game, and you know we're in there against uh, three Big Ten players and and uh, and one another one that's looking to go to Temple possibly. So, yeah, it, it, coach saw some positives. I did too, to be honest with you. And I, I think uh, I think it's something they can build on. Uh, you know, it, it's crazy to say that after you lose seventy six nothing, but. <clears throat> uh, they, they played with a little bit of chip on their shoulder. They, someone played a little angry. Keith Hoover was outstanding tonight against Julian Fleming. I mean, he was one-third of Fleming's size, and he was just he was laying some haymakers on him. He took a ball away from him. It was, I, there's stuff you can build on here, and films are going to be very, very uh, uh, valuable Monday. Very, very good teaching tool Monday. And as I said, on your way back up, still a lot of season to play, a lot of goals still to reach, and uh, it's not over at this point. So that's the good thing about that. Again, we want to thank Brett Byler coming up at halftime, uh, chit-chatting with us, talking about his run to a state championship. Um, you want to stick around as well. We're going to go to the Shikalimi game as bonus coverage, type ball game going on between Loyal Sock and the Shikalimi Braves. Of course, uh, uh coverage by Kevin Herr and Dave Ritchie, so stick around that after we wrap things up here. Again, Seals Grove Seals fall to the Southern Columbia Tigers 76 to nothing. Thanks for being a part of the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show. Remember, each week on Eagle 1 and 7, here live play-by-play action of Bucknell Bison football with Doug Birdsong, Kevin Hurst, starting with a bison build-up on Eagle 107. Again, next week, the Seals will take on the Shickleby Braves in Sunbury. Catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, and Dave Hess, starting at 6, and Derek Hicks pregame show at 6.30, followed by the 7 o'clock kickoff. Well, that wraps up Seals postgame show, presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Seals Grove falls to 1-2 on the season after losing to the Southern Columbia Tigers 76-0. For Zach Showers or Stack Guys, Sean Carey, producer, and Dave Hess, this is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for tonight's Seals football game on Eagle 107. Up next, scores and highlights from across the region with Sean Carey in the Sunbury Motor Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app.